0: Hideo Kojima has been a standard bearer for the very best that the gaming medium has to offer and has inspired many into creating a mature art form. That
1: guy, like, he's, he's such a genius and uh, I'm just doing whatever he says, you know, and he's like, we're gonna make people cry. And I'm like, for a video game? And he's like, yep. What the
0: cause, Kojima is the, the master, is Kasparov of, 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 of video games. And
1: then he goes, he goes, and I go, playing me? And he goes, no, they'll be you.
0: It's not, obviously, it's not story-driven in the sense that we go from A to Z, like we do in a film. It is out of time, out of space. It is in the moment. So I think the opportunity of, of doing things we've never done before could be very interesting. He is to gaming in many ways uh, what Cameron or Spielberg are to filmmaking. His absolute passion for perfection and his narrative ambition and scope. There is nothing in his stories that he does not love and feel strongly about. You can see strands of action, strands of manga, anime, tokusatsu, epics and existential philosophy. He believes, as I do, that we must cherish this medium, not only for the entertainment possibilities, but for its artistic ones. We both believe that these things, these strands of pop culture, are actually keys to the mythology of our century. He proves that an altruistic voice and vision can sing loud and clear above the din of sameness and that an individual with conviction and faith can manage anything through hard work. It is my great pleasure to introduce
2: a creator, an innovator, and an awesome dude. Ladies and gentlemen, Hideo Kojima! Hello
0: everyone! I'm back!
2: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to episode 17 of Death Stranding Podcast. It is Tuesday the 20th of February, and there are 27 days to GDC, 44 days to PAX East, and 112 days to E3 2018. I am your regular host, Albert, and today I am joined by my two awesome co-hosts, Mitchell and Daniele. I'll throw it to, let's go, Mitchell. How are you doing today, buddy?
3: Hey, what's up, guys? Uh... About to be back on, talk about some, uh, some death stranding news, talk about Kojima's Twitter.
2: Yes. And all
3: the big updates this week That's and right. last week.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> so much, so much. So, welcome, welcome, Mitchell and Daniele, the incomparable, the majestic Daniele. How are you, buddy?
1: Hello. Yay.
2: <laughs> it has been way too long. Way yeah. too long. Getting the band back together, indeed. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I said. Um, I remember. It's
1: it Still, so great to be back. I mean, I know some crazy couple of weeks at work, so I I couldn't be able to be on. But um, I'm glad now things are settling down. So I'm I got some free time.
2: That's great, absolutely. And, and I can um, be here. Yeah, and it's, I'm I'm so pleased, dude. Yeah, um, and and with yourself as well, Mitchell. So good to get you both uh, together for this uh, episode and. Um, yeah, for our listeners, we're um gonna be tackling the um I believe we're up to the fourth minute or the fifth minute. I think we're up to the fifth minute of the yeah. of the trailer. Yeah, and a big old number five um of the eight minute trailer. So yeah, just really making that meat last, <laughs> just chewing it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but the thing is, what's interesting, guys, I don't know if you've tried this, just uh, like in YouTube or whatever. But um I was just before recording, I was listening to one of Yong's old videos, and holy shit, this is an entirely untapped frontier for you and I and all of us actually for all of us here is to revisit old Death Stranding information with the new reveals in mind, which is going to be kind of an extension of what, of what I want to do with the um, back-on season. So off-seasons will be sort of influences in film, um, and then we'll go into um, breaking down the, I think we can actually, because the, the trailers are shorter, we can do one season combining um, the uh, first and second trailer analysis, you know, um, and then we'll jump into another season of um, influences in literature. So we're all sorted, like, um, Sort of uh you know on the path towards e3, but I was yeah listening to one of Young's videos and it was the video entitled um uh there's, al- there's always a bigger fish kind of thing, and it was re- referencing the Bruegel uh and the Hieronymus Bosch um sort of paintings that could Kojima- Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, and so what yeah, he yeah. exactly and what basically Young was saying is like um so the uh, cetaceans or like the 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 fish that there's no hope like like there's no hope. Um, for them because guess what happens like they get stranded like they get both stranded on the beach but what happens when you go fishing you you you, you cast a line and then you pull them up and you eat them you know that's kind of what fishing is um, you know um, and what happens in the third trailer that's what happens to poor old um, uh, Patrick. You know, uh, he gets totally like 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 a fish. He just gets caught, and then you even hear the sound effect in that trailer of like the whip sound of like it grabbing his hand. Sorry, gra- grabbing his leg. You know, and just pulling yeah. him up like we do with fish. And and um and, and Yong said something is like um and yeah, there's no chance like fish. It's 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 part of their sad evolutionary fate is that there's no chance that they can fight us. Like we humans have dominated fish, and we're able to catch them. We know exactly how to lure them, and they're ours to feed on now. And all you have to do is extrapolate that to what these uh, the unseen are doing with us, and like the Colossus, you know, um, they're just haven't they? They've just found a big, beautiful ocean. Literally, the planet is eighty uh, percent ocean or whatever. And they're just like, oh, let's let's pull up our boat here and just like go to town and like plenty of fish, you know, to eat. You know, so um, what do you guys think of that?
1: Well, it's fascinating. I mean, it uh, it really uh, resonates with new trailer as you said, and, uh, yeah, yeah, that's probably going to be a theme. Uh, I wonder if their motivation, the motivation of the creatures is just, um, like you said, hunger or a need for uh, something. Yeah. Or if there's a plan or, or something about being on this planet or whatever
2: planet this training takes place on because (laughs) no one said it's on earth. That's absolutely right. Yeah, listeners, let's not take that for granted. I mean, we do see English language and everything, but this could very much be um, an an installation or another settlement. Um, It's very, actually, Daniela, a very, very interesting topic because bridges, as according to Ragnarok's fucking opus of a video... Um, they would have crossed realities. They would have crossed into probably other use that uh, you know space-time folding discoveries they like ostensibly may have made to find other planets. So you're right, absolutely. That we very much could be looking at something like planets that aren't Earth. You know,
1: mm-hmm. I mean, it could also take place on Earth, but um, like on um, it could take place the whole story on five planets, for example. Yeah, uh, like a planetary adventure mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So yeah,
2: I think that's the subtitle. Um, "Death Stranding: A Planetary Adventure," and it's directed by Steven <laughs> Steven Spielberg. <laughs> yeah, it's very Spielbergian. Yeah, when they do
4: it's actually um,
3: just an educational game. It is, it's actually yeah, just an
4: educational game. Agreed, agreed. <laughs> just through that, that's,
3: the universe. <laughs> that's that going to be, be the- a plot twist.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's going to be the um, the universal ride, the the the, the licensed um, uh, theme park ride of Death Stranding is a, a planetary adventure, but it's all about just being slowly devoured by like hand hand head titans, yeah. So, but yeah, um, so yeah, no, thanks for that, Daniela. And, and what was uh, for yourself, for Mitchell, um, any kind of riffs on, on um, so the Bruegel painting or just kind of, and just the idea of revisiting, um, uh, revisiting, you know, older media to, to, to find new revelations as is was really ha- useful to do. And also what Daniela said about other planets. Um, go ahead, man.
3: Uh, yeah, it's interesting that the, the, the fish, you know, yeah. there's always a bigger fish. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking of uh, trailer three when during are in the underwater scene that fish creature goes and grabs that uh person away. Yeah, I don't know if that has similar imagery.
4: Wait, what what movie um, was this?
3: No, in the the third trailer.
2: Oh, in the trailer, yeah, that's that's exactly the parallel I'm making. Is, is yeah, that like you know um Patrick being sort of see, like wrapped up in in that kind of line, like basically the 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 head Titan or whatever those strand creatures, like they're um. Uh, they're reeling him in like like you would a fish, you know, and you can, and that's why he's like struggling and resisting and, and stuff, you know, I'm sure this is his uh, last thoughts are very similar possibly to what maybe a fish might be thinking like, Oh, I'd rather die than be dragged up beyond the surface and all that shit, you know? Oh, it's pretty, pretty crazy kind of intense stuff. I reckon. Hey Mitchell.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely <laughs> something that will be, you know, elaborated on over the next few months. Or here, right. even.
2: <laughs> I'm telling but you. I feel
3: like or we could be looking into this Way too much than we should, and it's just a painting that we really liked.
2: It's it's a whole bunch of fun, and again, it, listeners, and we we, <laughs> we impress this upon ourselves, and then like regularly to you guys uh, and gals and everyone listening, is that um the fun in what we do here at the Stranding Podcast is definitely not to essentially start thinking that we somehow have like a grasp of like the deeper layers or anything. We what we do is we acknowledge one thing which is a constant across all forms of artistry, whether it's painting or uh, music or um, film or anything so what people um in this age where people very much uh, have the ability at least which fortunately for us at least um kojima wears very much on his sleeve in his day-to-day tweets um uh, and stuff like that people have found these outlets but it's something that's inarguable um, throughout history that artists put themselves somewhat into their work in one way or another so these deduce these these um deductions uh, that we make just by and they they're always playful don't you reckon daniela we're, we're never uh, utterly serious about this stuff. But but it's always it always bears it's always worthwhile to an extent to explore, we, don't you think? We we just had a lot of fun. Yeah, we have a <laughs> ton of fun. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and
1: uh yeah, I think our listeners appreciate that and they have a lot of fun too with us. Um yeah. But I'm basing on you on YouTube comments which I, I always look at. And uh yeah, so of course yeah. there's nothing we can know for sure. But um, there are hints, and Kojima put some hints in there for us to uh, think about them, to consider them. Mm -hmm. And so we're doing just what he wants us to do, waiting for the game. That's right. And uh, yeah. Yeah, so.
2: Absolutely. I think.
1: I think if our listeners disagree with us, can leave us a message, and we'll consider their theories as well,
2: because mm. they're probably way smarter than, than I am. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> very much so. Yeah, and like that's our um, uh, that's kind of our modus operandi here is we we're constantly throwing it to to the community, especially because our sort of point of origin was the Reddit. So we we have this relationship with the Reddit, where again, uh, I think his name is Nick John Reddit. He's one of the uh, mods there. He's always pinning our episodes, which is just like inhumanly beautifully generous and kind and um and yeah so just to any listeners um especially we'll crack on actually with our main spiel which will which will be for the benefit of new listeners but also regular list- listeners as a reminder um uh but yeah just to say that i totally agree with what you said um, um Daniela. like uh please do anyone out there who um has their theories like we we very much we don't rely on it for for, for like um quote-unquote content or anything because it it just it re- but it really nicely kind of garnishes and in some way in some days um they've actually provided really lengthy beautiful um uh subjects that we ha- happily sort of credit the um whatever editor or person or, or commenter we've just haven't had that many yet which you know again it's early days for us still even if we're on episode 17 um nearing on hopefully by the by tomorrow actually I'm, I'm again we'll see how things go but just looking at sort of our um our sort of metrics and stuff we're close on the 400 subs on the uh on the youtube which is really great to see um that kind of engagement with what we do um and yeah so needless to say listeners yeah we very much like it's it's everyone here we're, we we're just the two or three people that haven't have mics and i have hit record but it's all of us here equally um just like yeah threading these strands so to speak Okay, so I will crack on with our sort of um, main intro sort of for um, our new listeners. So this is a weekly podcast dedicated to Death Stranding, the currently in production upcoming title from Hideo Kojima and Kojima Productions. As well as news and discussion on the game itself, we also cover Mr. Kojima's many and varied influences, everything from literature to film, poetry, TV and more. Our mission is to showcase and celebrate just how culturally, intellectually, artistically and philosophically enriching and eclectic Mr. Kojima's work truly is, leading up to and following the game's eventual release. With that regular rundown out of the way, let's get the show started. Fantastic. So, (laughs) how has everyone's week in Death Stranding and Kojima been? Let's start with Daniele. Well, um,
1: I've met an invisible creature uh, which <laughs> left uh, handprints all over the floor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had to start cleaning all day, so it oh, was God. quite annoying. I hate you know, when that happens.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I saw that. Um, I don't know if you follow him, but there's this guy, Colin Moriarty. He yep. was with the uh, funny Games. Mm-hmm. Um, now he's doing his own thing with... Um,
4: it's I Colin's side quest, I believe. Side
1: quest, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Okay. And in his latest episode, which I saw this morning, he said that, in his opinion, that training is still coming out on PS5. Ah, Because he said it's been too short of a development time, and um, they will surely need more time. Okay.
2: Now... Hmm. Let's, <laughs> let's do a roundtable on that, actually. Daniela, please lead this yeah. discussion and give us your thoughts on Mr. Moriarty's choices.
1: Well... I think. Well, I think. I think it, it it will come out. Uh, that's training is coming out in 2019 at the latest.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think early September. 2019 would be a good spot, um, because it's the game's quite playable now. Mm. Um, I mean, a lot of people have been playing it for hours. Mm. Uh, that's what we know. Um, secondly, I think the PS5 is not coming out before late 2020.
4: Yeah, because, absolutely.
1: Because the PS4 is still selling a lot. Mm. There's no point. I mean,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and when did um I mean, Daniel remind me when did the Pro come out? That was only last year, wasn't it? Uh it was late 2016. There you go, buddy. So that's almost like again, you know, maybe not a full console, but it that 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 carries its own sort of um, you know, we can't go we can't go off of um, you know, the PS4's original release. We have to go off of also the Pro, which gives us our own like little kind of lifetime or sorry um, lifespan uh of that you know the console lifespan as that that sort of phrasing goes. So we need to think about that too. And then 2016, if you are come on like. Yeah, like yeah. you want to have at least four People years. People would that be thing. really
1: pissed off if we had a PS5 in early 2019. Yeah,
2: agreed. Agreed, definitely. i I'm, I'm, um, Mitchell. What do you think of um, of what uh, da- Danielle is raising?
3: Um. Yeah, I think it's gonna be an early twenty nineteen title. But you know, I think that it's gonna come out, and then <clears throat> sorry. That's cool. That that. PS5 will be announced at E3 2019 and then release that holiday. Mm-hmm. Since it um I had a discussion with this with some uh friends and basically the PS2 Slim came out and like 3 years later the PS3 then right. you know we had the PS3 Slim and then about 3 or 4 years later we got um the PS4. Mm. So next year will be the third year so I think either I mean late twenty nineteen is when we're gonna get the PS five and then Death Strings gonna come out uh, similar to The Last of Us come out on uh, on the PS four as an exclusive, but then mm. yeah remastered or deluxe edition ported it over to the PlayStation Five.
4: Mm.
2: That's yeah. my guess. That is interesting, yeah, and that there could be a port. Um, and and I think I mean, look, there's uh, you know, Mr. Moriarty. He's been in the industry far longer than you know, as an actively, you know, uh, as an editor for IGN. Uh, all of the roles that he's held, um, throughout, yeah, all the positions he's had. Um, but um, yeah, just one thing that like when um Colin first kind of emerged onto my radar was when he wrote this uh, big article on the Order 1886, which you'd you'd think I I wouldn't like really appreciate what he wrote because he was very um skeptical and i was very much in like just the, that pure mode of like okay order 86 literally represents the evolution of the medium uh i will not take and i was like pretty i was i tried to remain kind of open-minded and balanced with my kind of stance but i very much very passionately and, and ze- zealously believed um that uh like that that's what that was but he made this very interesting call and it, it sounded outlandish as all hell to me that oh order 1886 is doomed people and and people got angry at him it's like dude and they were like colin order 1886 looks phenomenal it looks incredible what are you talking about and he's like i have a bad Mm. feeling about it just saying it just seems like what we haven't seen gameplay and i was like colin chill they're gonna show us gameplay but as we both know whether I like whether I'm I'm pleased with the outcome or not, Mr. Colin was right on that. And there's you know, Colin was right was uh Colin is right, I think is what one of his show names or something, um or his catchphrases. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I can absolutely respect that. Like I um there's just a a bit of abrasion with just some some of the stances he's taken, but my respect for the man is, is absolute, you know. Um and, and I think that, that that carries weight for me in terms of the value I place on his word and his thoughts. Uh and his stance, and and that makes me open to that possibly being the case. Although, as we all know, there's no point to any of this debate because Death Stranding is coming out in September of 2019, when our, we will reach our 100th episode, and I will we will all be in Daniela's house. <laughs> <laughs> in europe in europe and we're gonna i'm gonna bring or a f- a partially subsidize or fund some like 80 70 to 80 inch tv which he will have to figure out logistically how to fit that in his house you think <laughs> i'm kidding but i'm actually not like at one point i will be sending you at some point like it's going to be a crowdfunded thing i don't know i'll i'll fork it out myself but we need to be in your either in your place in europe or whatever okay. like you yeah yeah dude 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 and and a <laughs> countdown i can see it i can just see it already in my in my mind's eye um how when you wait, oh, when wait. you is you uh, mitchell you're coming too you you have to somehow figure out like figure out your 2019 because you like that's when death stranding is coming out and um and we're gonna all like crash at uh, uh, Daniela's house with the, just like a massive seventy-inch TV and like play through it like all night and all weekend. You I'll also probably be graduated by
3: then. Yeah,
2: cool. So That's actually really great. I dig it, and yeah, we'll we'll all help each other out make it happen. But um, but yeah, so that is no, a little bit of a kind of tangential talk about potential release dates. Um. I would love that though well, like i we are being heart, like just for a little bit, but regardless like when, when we know which by the way, I know this I'm glad you're both sitting down, and presumably uh Mitchell Daniela. at one point, you guys and me and everyone in the world will see a trailer that will have death stranding on it, and then there will be a release date in that trailer. Can you even imagine that wow. <laughs> a release date yeah. that will be all last.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, listeners. <laughs>
2: Until the next one. <laughs> Until the next one uh, will be our last. Ha. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Oh wait, right. no.
3: Played again
2: <laughs> right right listeners this has been death stranding podcast we'll catch up with you next week i'm sorry we're not gonna top that i'm kidding <laughs> young out <laughs> yeah, i love oh, by the way young if you're listening come on the show we we love you and ragnarok's as well please do jump on man um and yeah we can't wait i love young so much and i i think he he takes on he, I mean, he, he, who doesn't? yeah who doesn't like that guy he's so fucking tireless with what he does and he um And he he owns that he has his thing, and I love that he owns that he has it because he continues with his like phrases and everything. And and it's as far as I've seen, he's been super open to like like that's how people know him as. I haven't seen him like lash out against anyone. Like young here and welcome to another Death Stranding news update. It's really cool. (laughs) It's just like and uh, like he was the highlight of my like. 2014 slash early 2015 leading into metal gear 5 like i was i would just kick back yeah yeah i just like kick back to a young analysis on like it was uh, he made me really realize that like holy shit going at a deliberate pace throughout a trailer look at the reveals you can have um do you guys remember some of his content there back in the back in the hey Hey heyday or back then like it's currently heyday obviously he's doing better than ever before but you remember any of that daniela like uh, specific kind of memories Oh uh,
1: well, I remember the trailer analyses, which were always on point. Mm. Um, I remember Kojima retweeting them. Uh, <laughs> so Hell yeah! I said, "Okay, he must be right." <laughs>
2: yeah, that's right. And just like he's such a, he's like a, he's with, um, you know, he's a peerless researcher, and and and, and so like this, you know, how, at least in my sort of endeavor with interactive artistry, to my level of technical knowledge, I try to be as precise and. You know, clean cut and smooth with editing and stuff as possible. And that was, de- he was definitely a touchstone for that, as well as many other elements of interactive artistry. So um, uh, I'll, I'll announce it here. I, uh, if Yong is listening or anyone who knows Yong, so I recently uh, awarded or handed out or gave rather to uh, Nick Sutner, who wrote um, a, a novel or a book, sorry, he had two books actually on Fumito Ueda's works. The first is Shout of the Colossus, the second is um, uh, The Last Guardian, you know, an extraordinary journey uh, extraordinary story rather Uh, and so it's called (laughs) a testament of amelioration and uh, Interactive Artistry, we hand out about six to eight of these every year and what they essentially are are um, sort of, and that's why, why they're called call the a testament, is that they um, ameliorate or rather like better, that's the sort of meaning of the term, ameliorate, uh, the definition of games and the standing of games in our culture. Um, whether that is this is by, um, you know, analysis or actual contributions to the medium in terms of a particular game, um, there's, there's many kind of um, sort of yeah, conditions. To to it but it, the, the one thing is that you, you've you significantly contributed to the growth and maturation uh, and artistic validity and yeah global standing uh, and betterment of the medium and I'll just announce it here um, I'll be awarding one of those to Yong um, hopefully we will get him on the show so that he can kind of quote-unquote accept it in the digital kind of voice way but I'll be sending it finding some way to get that to him and uh, so yeah just wanted to announce that here uh just because what what better time? Because we were just doing a little bit of a jump into uh, sort of Young's and just sort of highlighting what he does. Um, I was listening to Young just before we started recording. But um, do you guys think that's a pretty just kind of um, award to to give to this guy?
1: Yeah, sure. yeah yeah Yeah. totally deserves it
2: (laughs) totally deserved exactly and yeah it's mixture it's yeah it's like a a signifier that's why i didn't really call it a commendation or what or anything and testament is like there's no um there's no ego boosting to it there's no like idolatry or any kind of just like um yeah like uh not even it's it's more like it's it's very much like a, a uh from it's very much peer to peer it's like We're both working at this medium um, being recognized for more than just distraction, recreation, competition. Um, And it's like this just nod. And it's like this, yeah, hey. There you go. Like I'm, I'm acknowledging you here. I Didn't want to call it acknowledgement because that sounds too like informal. So testament is like, yo, that you take this with you. I actually, with Nick's one, I'm actually going to be framing it, printing it, sending it, signing it. Um, and those are signed, co-signed by um the game professor Sam over at uh, Games Lit as literature. So it's like, if you want to think of it that way, it's like co-signed by, you know. Uh, whatever value you place on at least uh, this far like our standing in interactive artistry sort of where we're headed um in, in in the and daniela like you and i have talked about this about how we're evolving and what sort of our end kind of goal is to become so essentially tantamount to an institution of some of, of sorts um to to to, to the betterment and, and and showcasing and celebration of the medium so so yeah yeah yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so we have segments. Daniela, why don't you rein me in? Do your job. Rein <laughs> me in. Look, it's almost 30 minutes. The listeners are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's my Death Stranding, bitches? That's because all of <laughs> our look, listeners are I, from the I, hip-hop I community. Think we should go with the segments. Okay, thank you. Thank you, see? This is why. Thank you. <laughs> Mitchell, do you have anything to say about... <laughs> how perfectly on track I always keep this podcast consistently right you're not going to you're not going to deny that here on the air obviously like i'm i'm i'm,
3: I'm honestly surprised how while well, you keep this uh, podcast oh, together, that's wow.
2: actually I was I was teeing you up to insult me, but you actually became really <laughs> earnest and lovely, and I I that love you, so man. <laughs> I know, Mitchell. I, I love you, man. <laughs> oh boy, we need to have a couple more episodes with Mitchell. That's when he'll he'll start feeling comfortable enough to just like take me down a few pegs. But no. Nah. Uh, but by the way, unironically, dude, really love you, man. Love you, Mitchell. Love you, uh, Daniela. This is awesome. I can't wait to crack on. Okie dokie. So our segments, listeners, um, I think I've got them pretty much memorized now. So we're in the middle of kind of our sort of doing roundtable. I've thrown it to Danielle. I need to hear from from Mitchell um, a bit more about his week in H- Hideo Kojima and uh, Death Stranding. I'll have my take and that'll sort of be the... Um, catch-up sort of thing. Um, so that's our first segment catch-up. Second segment is overview of what we're going to be talking about which this is um, our f- fifth part of um, threading the strands uh, which is uh, going to be covering uh, minutes four through five of um, of the uh, eight minute trailer um, and it'll be focused mostly on the child and on the sort of grasping kind of mud creatures sort of thing. I just call them the grasping one so that'll be um, that's the overview we'll sort of give that and we'll just sort of briefly touch on it. Um, after that we have our supporter shout outs which which, this is always kind of meta because as i'm saying doing this kind of uh, forward like like um, you know this kind of weird kind of recap or sort of um, preview of the whatever structure i, uh, I always like i can't put, bypass them without just saying them and like we have some amazing patrons including um uh, yusuf who who just put put um, i don't i don't know if you know this Daniele, but he just upped his pledge from from 5 to 15 per month so it officially makes him wow. one of the most insanely awesome worthwhile human beings on the face of the earth and like a, an incredible, yeah. Makes them. And that, and it would be all it would be enough for him, for me to say that, uh, to, for just him to do that, but on top of that he's been on God of War podcast such a discerning, awesome um, erudite uh, dude very um, uh, very studied and, and very, very cogent and articulate, he contributed a lot to a discussion on Mimir, who's like, a, like the Norse North god of wisdom um, so he brought his notes, we read off his notes, so listeners, if, if this is something that um, you've sort of maybe built a, a bit of material yourselves and you want to jump on and, and do any of that and sort of do what Yusuf does by like with the $15 tier you can jump on you actually basically basically become a co-host contributor and like founding member of of Interactive Artistry so big shout out to Yusuf for that Um, and then we have um, Steve who is a legend and we him and me sort of um, message regularly legendary dude he's on the $5 um, tier Um, we then have Adam Pranger who who, um, recently joined I'll be sending you your letter uh, very shortly uh, unless I already have but um, he's on the $3 tier there Um, uh, yeah beyond words man i really appreciate it and then we have turpal who's on the one dollar tier who is just a beast mode awesome human being who um with these sort of different tiers of stuff different different tiers of pledging you get kind of different sort of um uh once we have enough we're actually going to be doing a um uh and uh, like a um a sort of a what do you call it um sweepstakes so uh, the higher the tier obviously you get more chances at winning but we want to have just enough um, enough people so that it's sort of fair uh so hopefully m- maybe in the 50 sort of patrons kind of range that's where we're going to start doing these monthly um uh yeah giveaways and stuff which is you know like i figured that that would be um some that i that i'd mention like as we're trying to build towards but um danielle what do you think of the idea of like every month like us giving something away
4: well,
1: yeah, we have to find enough things to give away. <laughs> we have to give... But, don't
2: tell yeah, them uh, that. I, don't don't tell them that yet, Daniela. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, no, there's Etsy. There's there's Etsy and um, you know, Zanzibar Land did do our amazing bridges pins and uh, big shout out to to oh, yeah. you, Zanzibar Land. Um so you can find yeah, things we'll out there, course. but um what we'll try and do actually, you know, there's a lot of Death Stranding merch you can buy. Um and what we'll do is um yeah, we'll just take care of that and um sort of maybe find some way of like securing something exclusive or whatever, or we'll just find that. And it's just like yeah, like I'll just maybe buy a bunch or something and and, and just like that that'll be maybe a T shirt thing or or coffee mug or something you know that that'd be kind of cool and the rub obviously the thing that makes it special is a you know going through us you'll have the thing of being a patron which is like again it's just it 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 makes it so much more profound of a thing than just like oh buying the merch you know whatever you're actually making like five to 25 of us like that's how many kind of rotating co-hosts we have but definitely for myself and like interactive artistry you'd be like literally part of making that true and, and you'd be forever in the annals of our like history for sure um and then we'll happy happily sign them as well and, and like specialize them and like a, they'll be like a, a letter included and in everything from us and it'll just be it'll mean a little bit more than just if you were to just go online and just click buy it yourself so um and yeah a couple of extra advantages and like discounts and all that stuff so yeah, I, I'm so looking forward to that. Uh, and, and Mitchell, what do you think of the idea of like, like every maybe every month or, or so we we hand over something like a, like a t-shirt or like a mug or something?
3: Yeah, I think it'd be uh, a, a good thing for the uh, whole yeah,
2: community. I think that'd be cool. I think it'd be
3: you know friendly. You know, like, hey guys, come on.
2: Exactly. Come here. Yeah, incentivize yes, a bit the of the thing, but also
3: community. Mm-hmm. Oh no, go, go on.
2: No, no, I was just going to say, like, just basically building and agreeing on what you're saying is like, just like, as well as obviously the side effect being a slight incentivization to come help us, but the the main point is just like, as you're saying, Mitchell, like the fun of it, you know, and and, um, the engagement with the community. Yeah, but please continue.
3: Yeah, and I think that, you know, the Kojima community is the best gaming community. I think the most uh, welcoming. Yeah,
1: for sure. I think this is, uh, you know, that's right.
3: Show everyone there. I'm like, yeah, we are. Come <laughs> on, come on, come
2: join us. Exactly, exactly. And we we just another the- rabbit
3: hole. <laughs> that's right. Come, come read our crazy theories.
2: Pao show. And that's all we want to do is just kind of gather these sort of nodes of people, uh and just like, and you know, for any other Death Stranding podcast out there, like please, like you know, chime chime in, like send us, like we. Uh, it's a bit like what Ragnaroks was saying is like um. I don't know, uh, or other. I don't know. Like if we riff this ourselves on one of our shows, but if by Kojima saying the game has already begun, that part of that implies people getting together and dis- and speculating and discussing, and he's expressed gratitude that we have been doing this even though like it's it's like (laughs) honestly even if he hadn't asked this even if all that Kojima really did was like put out the trailers and just chuck a Willy Wonka and disappear and not talk the communities would rise up anyway like he didn't he didn't have to ask us needless to say but uh just as it were like Mm -hmm. I can really see that like these networks that he's like unconsciously creating really or that just his material on its own is speaking for itself and like we're part of that um I could see that being kind of yeah like a weird way of like setting the stage and setting up these these laneways or avenues for, through which people can um you know speculate and and i think i had a he's the co-host of the dark crystal podcast i just did an episode with him his name's philip mitchell um shout out to his incredible show um trial by stone it's um actually going to be editing it and publishing it tonight but he um chimed in with me and he said look hey um um, let me know when when we get closer to release or like I want to jump on and he's definitely welcome for that but what he did when he mentioned that is like like again, just like how I took this took that moment when you guys like were laughing and like saying the fun thing of like a release date that will be our last. Like uh, uh, that was great and I love <laughs> that. But but beneath that I was like, Yeah, in all seriousness, like we will be like at one point, like there will be a release date for this game, even though it seems a bit in the sort of Last Guardian kind of sphere of like, Oh, the unicorn game, Death Stranding, when will we see it? You know, Colin Moriarty saying like, Oh, PS five, all this stuff. Um, but like inevitably this will come out and, and We are going to be doing this podcast definitely well, well after the game's release. And this podcast, um, and I don't want to toot our horn or anything, but there's a good chance, let's put it that way. uh, There's a good chance that this podcast may become a node for for, um, a community to gather around and we can discuss every week like, oh, this is what I found on this level. Um, This is, um, you know, uh, and and, and, like we could become like a hub for, for decrypting these things because we're a radio station if you think about it, you know. We're radio death stranding if you think about it, right, Daniela?
1: Hello, that's stranding.
2: <laughs> hello, that's stranding. Coming to you live from the studio in California. Oh, that's right. I'm I got the helicopter traffic and I don't know what the fuck people say. On I'm hey, death stranders? <laughs> It's like cringe making for the for the listeners. It's so cringe.
1: You don't you don't want to do that, Alba. I think it will degenerate very quickly.
2: No, no, I wouldn't I wouldn't I would never. (laughs) What's a computer? Sorry, sorry. Just thinking speaking of things that make people like want to break their laptops in half, uh, like that commercial from Apple. What's a computer? Like fuck you. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Sorry. Again, you Um, know, just don't don't rattle the cage despite all your rage you're still just a rat in a cage sorry that's from that's from that's from apollo gauntlet and uh to the three people who have seen that show please go watch it it's on adult swim anyway enough tangents taken but needless to say so no radio distracting any of that but needless to say like what people did with pt for example guys you you remember how the kind of community came together we were watching youtube's videos together we were on forums together um mitchell i'll throw it to you do the you remember question is oh, yeah, go. Uh, what people didn't do with pt <laughs> oh my god exactly exactly uh yeah uh mitchell were you part of or were you aware of anything that sort of happened around pt like uh communities coming together on reddit were you part of that at all or witnessed any of that at first hand when that was happening
3: I was like you know, all part of the YouTube, you know, watching people play it and yeah, stuff, but yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't get my PS4 until twenty sixteen. Ah. Uh, okay. So, so okay. I'll never no I'll never experience PT.
1: Thanks for reminding me.
2: No oh let's let's all <laughs> play well, a little bit. I think violent. you can I can, you
1: kidding, think I'm you kidding. can download it now. What? Mm-mm. No. No can't. you can't. I think there's a way to, to have it now. Uh, only if you've downloaded throughout... it before. Well downloaded oh. before I download it before
3: you can re-download it.
2: Mm. Okay. I think Daniela, the re- the reason why, and and i I I almost lapsed into be like, <laughs> you know, like no, I I I'm wanna I I'm wanna I wanna address this like, uh, um, you know, honestly, because I was about to be like, Daniela, it's like, haven't you heard? You know, we've been here the whole time, or something like filey kind of thing. Like, it's it's very much in in the realm <laughs> right now, Daniela, of like, you can only play PT if you buy a PS4 with PT on it on eBay. Like some people have yeah. made a lot of money selling their their PlayStation 4s that have PT loaded on it. Um, and and when I I'm when I start to sell my own, <laughs> uh, do you have PT on yours? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay, listeners. Oh, really um, Daniela's house. address is no. I'm kidding. No, 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 no. none of that. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, that's crazy. And we call any anytime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. No, it's happening. You like again? All of these. Hey, it's let on. Let a flight. <laughs> it's on record here on the show. We're we're gonna make it happen, um. And to Dean, listening later, because you know I'll be sending this obviously to all of our co-hosts and everything. Um, yeah, we'll 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 pick up Dean, uh, in like Croatia. We'll just do that. We'll just go for a little road trip, uh, or something. Just two hours trip. Yeah, that's right. And uh, it'll, it'll 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 literally yeah it'll yeah two hours, and it'll just be listening to the Blues Brothers all the way because getting the van oh, yeah. getting the van together. She got the Katie all right. Well, not not Low Roar. Not Low Roar. Sorry. Um, if Low Roar do a, a rendition of any Blues Brothers songs, then yes. Now I'm kidding. Of course, we'll be playing Low Roar. We'll be blasting. Um. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Not easy way out. That's too depressing. But I'll keep coming. Like we'll definitely be <laughs> fucking playing. Um.
3: Flared out. Flared at a uh, outside of Dean's house. He makes something in night, and just, like
4: not <laughs>
2: with no no on the Pure on this on the, on the uh the the big boom box and like dressed in 80s clothes just be like dean
4: calm down jennifer jennifer
2: oh, yeah I'm we'll just his window okay we, like, break his window okay yeah so completely deadpan guys next time dean's on the show we just have to call him jennifer and he's in the and like <laughs> to gaslight him jennifer. and be like no no that's your name jennifer and he'd be like my fucking name's dean fuck you guys and we'd be like okay bye jennifer <laughs> <laughs> all right anyway later, la- later. <laughs> all right um so we believe it or not we're actually in the middle of doing a rundown but anyway needless to say i was in the middle of the rundown about the show we're about to do which is i was saying about our amazing patrons so i've shouted all the ones off from patreon then we have brendan and tom and um a few others please forgive me i don't have the pod bean in front of me but um yeah we have like um, for each of the shows, we have a separate Podbean, and then for the Patreon, so it's a little bit tricky to, I'll definitely have it sort of down pat by next time, but needless to say, to all of us, all of you guys supporting us, like, n- no arrangement of words ever, really, and I, I, I don't exaggerate and, and when I say this sort of thing, and some people kind of can sort of maybe roll their eyes and be like, oh, look at him using all this, like, flourishy kind of hyperbolic language. That would only count if that was hyperbole, or if I was trying to come across as like, um just like overblowing or anything. But really think about it. Like helping us make this is just on another level of generosity. Uh, even if it's just a dollar a month, it's just you. You're you've just yeah. This again, the words kind of struggle to 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 form themselves. But you're just making. S- us like insanely happy insanely fulfilled. You, you're galvanizing us, you're making us want to do this show even more than like the medium itself makes us do. So, so thank you um, to all our supporters. Um, do you guys have anything to say to the people actually out there ch- uh, chipping in? Well,
4: D- I'm D- amazed. D- by, yeah.
1: Um, I mean, if we're doing this, uh, I mean, well enough for people to support us, mm. I, I mean, that, that means the world. Yeah. At least to me.
4: Me too. Um, me too dude. I'm
1: really grateful. So um
4: Yeah. So we're good. doing
1: this for fun essentially. Mm. And uh because we love uh that's trending, we love inter- interactive artistry mm. and um we love talking about this stuff, but um uh, seeing people willing to support us mm. to make us go even further, that's
2: yeah that's fantastic it's like they believe in like i i believe in what we're doing inherently because it's the medium and it's the it really is the most worthwhile form that art has taken i feel and i've i've like i've gone to art school and stuff and i like i i've investigated other mediums and i love them so much but it's like i feel like this is more than just the medium itself growing it's the concept of art evolving and it's like that's why right in the smack middle of our banner is ludens who who represents from sapiens to ludens um you know uh the playing man, like the, like the the playing human, like you know again I use the uh, like play again game all these things we they're at the moment still largely associated with like yeah you know childish pursuits of like you know uh, distraction recreation competition, but really what in the truest essence of play play means to just you know how like when people are like um, brainstorming ideas they say let's play with that let's play around with that idea let's let's analyze things let's look at things from another angle and um. To put aside war, to put aside st- like stupid dividing lines, which we need more now more than ever, with with the crazy shit that happens um day to day in in, in various different countries. I won't name specifically, but discerning listeners will know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, we need we need to move past these stupid um uh you know primal brain of war primal bullshit of um possessiveness of um uh, entitlement of um like fighting each other all that crap um uh, and as much as you know there's this aspect to, to like for example metal gear is like it shows these warlike situations but the whole series is profoundly anti-war and we are really seeing in death stranding again that's why luden's right in the middle there an evolution past that let's put that aside and like let's play with existence let's play with different ideas and just like become different become just more fulfilled versions of what our ourselves and our species can do so that's it it really it really goes beyond simply saying hey pay more attention to this medium give it more respect it it really goes even beyond that so for sure so that's part of any anything to, to kind of um that 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 you even like listeners even who aren't even planning at all on like um supporting and that's totally fine we we don't expect it at all if you resonate with that you're immediately a kindred spirit to us you know there's no monetary um tag to that uh the monetary support is just like a beautiful side effect which like like enhances everything immeasurably but just from that inherent like nod of understanding we share with each of you listening now it's profoundly um moving and meaningful to me so um mitchell did you have anything i threw it to daniela before but anything for our listeners did you want to say
3: well the fact that someone is willing to throw money at their screen yeah. hear us ramble about death stranding <laughs> yeah it's kind of amazing
4: it's pretty fucking
3: cool. apparently we're doing something
2: right yeah <laughs> that's great yeah no, I, I appreciate that and yeah i love you guys <laughs> uh for uh, uh keeping again uh, who who said it did you say it mitchell you say that i go on soliloquies sometimes i just i barely i barely registered that i am but was that you who used that word soliloquy <laughs> i can't remember I, don't I think so that's okay actually no i now i remember james if you're listening from god of war podcast he was like yeah soliloquy bird i'm like that's fine i suppose i do that i own it i own it all right so yes those are our supporters so you know what we don't even have to do that section now because we kind of just took it away there so straight on from that we will have our reddit rundown um, which is where we sort of scroll each of us down through the reddit and we sort of um, shout out um, and like highlight any particular reddit creators that kind of jump out at us each um, and then we will have a reddit readout so we'll pick, pick one specific reddit uh, kind of post and sort of break that down credit the person on um, Shout them out and dive in. Do a roundtable for that dedicated one. Um, then we have our main topic, which um, increasingly the threading the strands have basically been because really we don't want to labor, we don't want to belabor the trailer. We want to do our, do our, you know, um, sort of fulfill what we said about doing the series and like analyze that minute and everything. But it's not going to be like, um, yeah, always it's just as a guideline for discussion. So that's what we'll do there. We'll jump in there, and then we have closing remarks and then sign off. So lovely so um Mitchell I had a whole we we heard from um, Daniela about his weekend, um Kojima and Hideo um uh, yeah like uh and in, in, like um uh, Death Stranding and how how was yours Mitchell uh Death Stranding and Hideo Kojima
4: oh well, yeah
3: we had some pretty big news yeah uh, in the community that's important but uh you know Kojima's been posting all this stuff on Instagram of him uh doing motion capture in la
4: mm-hmm.
3: but uh also something crazy i don't know if it's off the topic or not but I had a dream uh-huh. where we all were messaged by kojima productions to fly out till uh to la uh to present nice uh kojima uh like kojima and death stranding on stage with him and like we got to meet him meet stuff and stuff so, oh really we're all wow. shaking his, we're all shaking his hand and we got a, i remember we were playing uh death stranding where we each one of us are like in awe like he could barely even hold the controller each one of us every time it was one of our turns
4: hmm. remind
3: me of the polybius if you ever heard of that what's like that a, it's like a, a game that came out like it's a rumored game that was released like in one arcade once and then it was deleted it's like creepy pasta ah, game.
4: Okay. there's
3: a re- it's a really good documentary on it but uh basically saying like trippy gameplay in which uh, that's all i can remember like we were controlling him and like running away from the creatures and getting hot yeah. and mm-hmm. like fighting a skeleton i was it was insane wow so that happened this week
2: that's so, kind of crazy i want to f- f- hey may it be so may it one day happen you know to May that actually transpire for like us to uh, yeah, meet the man himself and uh, be on the stage and do all that. Why not? You know what? Never say never. That'd be pretty cool, I reckon. Um, maybe it was a vision of the future. <laughs> maybe. Possibly, probably, essentially, maybe not even really on stage unless there's some old big mm. thing, but... You know again, it's very important to just like um I think if it was to add anything like that were to happen would just probably- maybe be uh post premiere type maybe gathering or something of press or whatever if we're in the position yeah, by that time, event. yeah, media event um be something like that, but uh, hey, don't rule out anything, but uh, that's kind of cool. What do you reckon um uh, daniele of uh, mitchell's vision
1: I think the um well, <laughs>
4: would
1: be fantastic, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. um uh, Meeting the man and being there all together, yeah, uh, celebrating a game we've been waiting
2: for so long. And Daniela, um, we would be all wearing Death Stranding podcast t-shirts, and so we would be a crew. Oh yeah. So then he would be in the middle of the photo, and <laughs> and we would just be like, yeah, yeah, we we we're one of your sort of connectivity nodes of, as you said, the the game's already begun. Well, we we took that to where. It naturally took us um, and now, yeah, we're kind of one of your sort of uh, you know, ARG elements, technically we're sort of part of the game, we're outside of the game, technically kind of gathering people together as a sort of um, focal point, alongside the Reddit, of course you know, um, we'll have actually um... I think it would be proud of us <laughs> Oh, that'd be lovely, <laughs> yeah, that'd be really cool, it'll be a Death Stranding podcast and then underneath that in small print, brought to you by <laughs> You brought to you by Reddit. Squarespace
4: doc... Yeah, <laughs>
2: cherries berries no (laughs) no on the back there'll be giant in print it'll be um uh, harry's harry's razors or like the mattresses or whatever um No, no. I was going to say like uh, reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Death Stranding, because you guys fucking rock for anyone listening from that sub. Um, Speaking of which, um, for our pre-recording post, um, which is usually kind of um, the uh, part of the sort of Reddit readout we do, um, we have Kathy Bonson who chimes in Uh, we'll address this later because we're again still rudely interrupting poor old Mitchell is trying to give us more news but um he basically says I don't he's and this is a little tease for later when we jump onto this one but uh Kathy says um I don't think I fully understood Ragnarok's theory. We, the players, invaded the game world in some sort of cataclysmic event, but we are also members of bridges helping to fight against monsters. Don't these actions contradict each other? Can you explain it for us dum-dums? And I'm like, okay, we'll get around to that. But Mitchell, please continue. Go for it, buddy.
3: And uh, also, Kojima news around my life. I'm
2: going to go... Uh, in both, both what I was just saying uh both as in um um yeah Kojima and then like life in general go for it buddy
3: <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs>
2: sorry that's good <okay>. um
3: <laughs> there's been a lot of things I've been you know interacting with recently like uh Nirada mata doki yoki Lidge club uh annihilation uh, nice. and a lot of it I can feel I can feel like there's a the kojima feel to it and though it wasn't made by Kojima Mm. especially with doki doki oh my gosh have you guys played
2: that doki doki no literature club but i have heard on multiple occasions that it's like really really weird and and awesome and worthwhile and cool so um you can um yeah it's free okay i'm not gonna spoil it okay um it's really good it's really good
3: it's free try it you beat it in a day um there's like things in there that's like if kojima made a visual novel it would be this game
2: that's amazing That's awesome, and now I need to play it. <laughs> already, yeah. I had already, I I've already heard really good, and I was my curiosity was already peaked. But um, that that seals the deal. How about you, Daniela? You're gonna jump onto Doki Doki?
1: I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh,
2: literature <laughs> Literature Club. It's like a. It's a. Um, can you help us? Help us um, understand, Mitchell? Is it like a first person thing, or is it um, point and click? Um,
3: it's like a a visual novel. Okay. Oh, okay. It's pretty. Just like that. Interesting. I actually never
1: thought. played one of them Um But I've always been intrigued by the genre and I was wondering like um Which one I should start with. Okay. I'll try this one. It's free.
2: It's oh, free. Okay And remember Danielle, oh. it's free. Hey, okay. It's free, oh, it's free. Oh, it's free okay. real estate. Uh, I got it. Okay. I, I got it. State? Okay I'll try another it's, one. It's free real estate. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so okay. You, do pay for it? Challenge, <laughs> challenge accepted. I will be now cutting away to um the Tim and Eric <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I could actually stream it while I play it.
2: <laughs> no, that's okay. As long as we're all, I just love. I, I love Tim and Eric. And again, little teaser, listeners. Um, for our um ongoing series and make this exist. I'm actually gonna be. It's probably just gonna be just me on my own on the show. But I will screw screw the world i'm going to talk about a a hypothetical tim and eric video game i want that in my life i really do i really do (laughs) it's
4: a turtle it's a bird bird. (laughs) (laughs) that's
2: right you got a bat and an owl and you turn it to a bell you can fly through the air you can even cut its hair all right so these are the bloopers listeners we won't we won't torture you with these in the middle of the show so beep. <laughs> anyway, so no, that's really great, uh Mitchell. Um, it sounds like we had pretty fulfilling, worthwhile weeks, and neither of us was in any mm-hmm. shape or form just like like languishing away. Because again, it's just like that's like wh- wh- how, who does that serve? To just be like, oh, there's no disbanding news. It serves nothing. Like, you know, this this again. Threads connect all this stuff. Um, throwing on an old Death Stranding um, uh, analysis video can sometimes be just as worthwhile. And on no level are we like trying to rationalize, like, oh, recycling, blah, don't have new things. Everything is always super connected. It's just, it's it's always like this living thing. Um, and you know I was, again, um, just as I was prepping, listening to Norman's interview, um, I wanted to raise this as my own little mini subject and do a quick round table. So Norman says, 360. He says, oh, this art, oh, it's amazing, you know, it's everywhere, 360. And then Mads also says that in his spiel, it's like, it's everywhere, it's all around you, it's 360. So they could easily be talking about the um, Uh, you know motion capture kind of volume you know that they worked in Um, the performance capture kind of thing which is the cameras everywhere but something about the way they phrase themselves like just maybe the virtue that they don't actually reference the studio immediately with that because I would assume if I was the actor and I was photographed from all angles 360 or whatever to get all my nuances and kind of do that photogrammetry kind of thing I would probably say something along the lines of like oh the cameras did this and like and just introduce the context of like oh this was about us capturing my likeness or something but no they just say the game is 360 they they emphasize that that's what the game is so what do we what do we think about that could they be talking about like the limbo space of when you are in those first person views or like again i'll just do a quick roundtable daniela what do you think they could be possibly referring to when they seemingly give this little tease about what this kind of notion of a 360 game you can go in all directions is this as out of space or what do you reckon it refers to
1: i think it's about vr yes Um, and you told me
2: this yeah please continue
1: because um back when kojima was going around the world trying to find an engine for his game Mm. we also i don't know if you remember that but we've also seen him trying out vr Many many times.
4: Mm-hmm. That's and right. He
1: said he had many um, ideas for VR, which other developers didn't do. I mean, um, they had to. He had some great ideas, and he said, "I'm surprised no one done this yet." Yeah. So, uh, I think uh, at least we'll have some sections of that stranding, which will be completely in VR, or at least have the option. You will have an. And yeah an enhanced uh, version of that scene will be in VR
2: that is really Um, intriguing to think about dude that is insane
1: yeah I I
2: personally don't
1: have a PlayStation VR right now but I think uh, if that's if what I'm saying is
2: confirmed to be true I I think I'll buy it right away for the game oh me too definitely and there'll be Mm -hmm. so many VR cables in your room in sorry in your lounge where we will be having the Death Stranding premiere oh yeah (laughs)
4: <laughs> that's oh right. Goodness.
2: I know, no, it's like, again, it's just that you put the idea out there, you manifest it in the world, and it comes true. It's kind of it's kind of how this sort of stuff happens. But um, yeah. but yeah, no, that's cool. Um yeah, so I just wanted to do a quick little round table for that one. But uh yeah, what do you think, um Mitchell?
3: Oh sorry, I wasn't really paying attention. I looked at this. How
2: uh, dare um, you
3: twit. I was looking at Jima's <laughs> Twitter and I, I remember remembered yeah. the uh parody account which says says anti simulators of the future of the gaming industry with him like doing the sword cross thing.
2: <laughs> That's crazy. But, oh boy. no nah, that parody account's pretty funny. No, I but reckon.
3: uh, it's pretty good. But yeah. uh, you know, I think that they're referring to the the 3D space because if you remember in that quote about uh, when he was on that photography podcast, he was talking about how basically. He doesn't understand it. He doesn't play video games. He doesn't understand video games. He just likes Kojima. And, and think about it. That's the same thing with uh, Matt Pickles. He says, like, I don't understand it. This is what he's creation. I'm just listening to what he says. So I don't need to get a full grasp because, uh, I don't know, this might sound a little, I don't know, uh, basically saying I think they're, they're, they're not part of the generation that played video games like, I guess, we did. And so I don't think they fully grasp the concept. And so they're just, you know, it's so like, oh man, he's a genius. I, I'm just doing what he, uh, tells me to. Yeah. And I think that's just, they just, they don't understand it fully. And they're just like, oh, it's like 3D. We're like walking around. And I think they're talking about, cause they said they've never done motion capture before. It's like, it's like 3D space. You're walking around, you're interacting with things. And I think that's what they're meaning. And I, it's just my, maybe my pessimistic view. And you guys have the optimistic view. So.
2: That's okay. No, it's it's totally valid, man. It's totally valid. Yeah. Um. love VR.
4: Yeah. I yeah. I'd love
2: to see VR in it. Me too. Me too. Yeah, I definitely think so. Um. Also, quick little t- uh, audio check. Am I coming through clearly? Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Awesome. Yeah. Um. Well. See, this is goes back to what we were talking about on the other episode about the app and whether or not there'll be a Death Stranding app and whether or not um Kojima wants to overclutter or overcomplicate um how many strands, so to speak, uh pun intended, um, that death stranding <laughs> will have. How many things, how many different kinds of ancillary media or um, you know, companion apps and that kind of thing will will contribute. I personally think that um Compared to again, another great thing about Yong's old video, I, guys. I highly suggest this. Just go like after this recording, you know, leading into episode eighteen. Just feel free to just jump through all of Yong's old videos. I guarantee they'll just feel different now. In this, in this really like earnest, honest way. Like I, I stand nothing. To I, I really, I, I i actually it's funny like we have these dedicated shows to to specific properties and specific um stories but like in no way do i weirdly like i just don't really associate with like the fanboy thing of like recycling media or overhyping like i i really want to approach this material from um from from the point of view of like what can we actually like literally decode and analyze and what can we actually find instead of Having it be something contrived or overdramatised or done, to or like, oh, look how fanboy we are. We're 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 viewing things over and over. Oh, we're so fan. No, it's like it's it's actually really meritorious to do that. And one of the ways that I did this is like he so young is in this video, right? And he's talking about um, uh, yeah, it's like the the Brugel one. Um, and um, yeah, like uh, I, I'm not sure if it was specifically about VR, but he basically, yeah, he he delved into this sort of thing. So needless to say, it's it's super worthwhile to 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 look to look through his old stuff but um um but yeah so no but yeah like i don't think yeah here's how he put it he says this is how he put it in the video kojima said look um instead of being in charge of a fleet of chips ships which i was with konami this feels like i'm in charge of one boat and I can keep track of everything happening on that boat because we're a smaller studio, and I—I I frankly believe that is, even though my sort of theory about the black carpet premiere type thing happening, which I really hope happens, um, kind of contradicts that to an extent. I think that like at least initially, Death Stranding's, unless Jeff Keeley was like, holy shit, look at this thing taking shape. This is literally going to like shake. fucking industry up to its utmost we need to like really have like gigantic death stranding billboards on the sides of buildings and like that sort of sort of thing that the jury is still out on whether that will happen but i happen to think that it'll be fairly modest we'll see like an action figure kind of maybe not kai arts or what are they um the hot toys or something like we'll see a line of those uh based on the characters of death stranding um but that's kind of yeah i don't see it going to out 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 of like this the spectrum of the game. Do you think Daniela that he may possibly attract like by, by the time Death Stranding comes out we I think we'll have moved away from the whole des like um microtran- like we'll have learnt fully about like uh microtransactions and, and like loot boxes and stuff. So that'll I don't think we have anything to worry about there, but um do you think there'd be any other way in which Death Stranding may um need to like make like pay attention and like Kojima would have to sort of uh, just keep his finger on the pulse of making sure you don't do too much of um, you know, uh ancillary stuff like or, or taking people out of their comfort zones. Like what what do you think uh Konami's sorry, um what do you think Kojima's approach should be with uh with like supportive supporting media towards Death Stranding, uh Daniele?
1: Well, uh I don't think that's too much of a problem because um that stranding is sponsored by Sony. Yeah. So uh at least for this one game, um yeah I don't think they're going into um um further monetization. Um here here I am hoping that um actually um Kojima Productions becomes one of Sony studios. But I'm not sure that's gonna happen. Uh and if it doesn't happen, uh yeah, we may see
2: some of that in next games.
4: Yeah. Yeah. But I think
2: we should be fine with Death Stranding. Well, you just kicked off something else we could maybe have to dedicate an entire other <laughs> an entire other podcast to, which is the idea of um uh whether Death Stranding will have sequels, you know. Which is uh Worthwhile kind of topic to think about unto itself, don't you think?
1: I think Kojima already said he's open to the idea of having a sequel. Yeah, yeah. Is but that what you think? He? I don't think he wants hands up like he was with Metal
2: Gear. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, not that far. I think a trilogy may be safe i think i could see him you know as he's plotting out story maybe the story growing up going to a size of of wanting to tell something in a three-act structure possibly but not and and what's great is that he's perfectly in charge of that and i think part of the resentment of not wanting to do sequels is because there was that expectation of him so if I i certainly find this with myself if i'm something someone is like hanging over me like an expectation or uh an entitlement of something oh like you'll do this and I want you to do this I'll re. I, I might not like um uh I might yeah yeah like I might not like be completely like um a- averse to it but I because mm-hmm. they because they're making me do it I'll reject it you know yeah oh yeah so, is that is that kind of what you encounter
1: well yeah i i i think this was Kojima's relationship with with uh, Metal Gear and Konami, uh, because he always said his new Metal Gear was gonna be his last, and I think he really meant it, and I think he really wanted to stop, but they just wouldn't let him because Metal Gear made too much money.
2: <laughs> yeah, what do
4: you no, think? I'm what?
1: serious. Yeah, Don't no, laugh. I, <laughs>
2: no, no, I won't laugh. I won't. Uh, Mitchell, what did you think of what uh, Daniele just raised?
3: Um, no, I think with him's, like, Konami forcing him to make another Metal Gear, I don't think that's, the, I think it was like, you were like, asked someone to do something, and then they do it wrong, I'm like, I'll just do it myself then, you know? Yeah. That's probably, that's probably what happens, like, it's like, here, you guys make the Metal Gear, like, we're gonna do this, like, that's wrong, I'm gonna do it now.
2: That's right, that's it's right. Probably,
3: it's probably, that's probably what he did, but, uh, I don't think that, uh he'll be incorporated into sony i feel like there'll be more like a, a hal laboratories you know or uh yeah. you know uh game freak where they just develop games for that platform but they're not exclusive to it so they can release other games but they just prefer that platform but i yeah. feel like after that stranding uh i think he's just gonna go into he's gonna make a film with the production
2: oh yeah I mean, he's gonna do a short film and again, talking and about ta- Young. Ta- Young said that. He's like, uh, he read from an article or something on this latest video, and you're right. Mitchell, you're absolutely right. Uh, he said, I want to make games until I die, but I wouldn't be averse to, yeah, just maybe once in a while doing something like a movie or writing a book. So continue.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah, it was an IGN article when he was talking about uh, the game and when he talked about people who were, like, discouraging him. Yeah. But he said that. He said in the article, basically saying, that he was like, I thought about doing a movie, you know, a small movie.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: But people I talked to told me that I should just hit the hit the ground running with a with a game. He said, that's what people expect of me, and so that's what he did. That's right. He, of course. That's right.
2: Yeah, I mean I'm happy with what what he decided to do. I think I think it's actually, you know, again This is something I've observed about Kojima throughout his career, is that he will set himself something. And I I have this thing that I talk about with Ray all the time. It's the 80-20 rule. And for for me, it's like, so Kojima agreeing with maybe 20% of his actual energy to do something is the equivalent of another developer putting 80% of their effort into, like, doing their game, Oh, you know? And, and what I find is that the man, just because of, the, again, that communion with his own sort of creative spark that he has, he can't help himself but upscale. He can't help himself. But then from that then just go beyond so again you hear that and as you as mitchell you just sort of reminded us that that's his something he said is like oh there was this expectation of me and i you know and it, it's almost like he almost says about the death stranding or like putting it dismissively you know like yeah yeah i decided to kind of go into it but again we're talking about something which in every sign of it that we see people talking about it from the look of it from the the, the themes like again Kojima's equivalent of like oh I'll, okay sure I'll, I'll make a game that attitude that almost like a uh, casual attitude of like yeah sure I'll, I'll put something together it's like this something that you're putting together is is breaking the medium and evolving it so it's like it's like someone saying um you know oh can you um can you help me with like the chores or something and they're like oh yeah sure I'll help you and what they do is they 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 finish the dishes they buy new sets of dishes they build a new kitchen they build a mansion around the kitchen and then they uh do all the paperwork to give you the lease and then they give you this lease of this brand new mansion that has a beautifully clean kitchen with beautifully clean dishes and see like but all I asked you to do was do the dishes <laughs> You know, <laughs> I, I could yeah. That's kind of how I feel like Kojima does, it, which I love. I, 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 it's because he's, he's just sort I'm of creative. Like he's a creative, and this isn't like idolatry or anything. It's just an observance of this guy. It's his ethos. Like he he's um incorrigible in how he creates and and how committed he is to his ethic. Um, did you have anything for that one there, um, Daniele?
1: Yeah, I I think um, hello, hello how we. He does stuff. He's very creative and everything, but he's also very, very organized. Yes. He always said he knew when that stranding is coming out. And I, I'm confident that that day hasn't moved um, up and, or down a single day ever nope. since that stranding was announced. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's I, something remarkable to be so creative and yet so organized.
2: That's right. Yeah, you reminded us actually, all all of us, uh, Daniela, that he has said that he's like, I know when this is coming out, which is again, yeah, it's it's nuts to think about that, but that has been reported. It's if you Google it, like, Kojima knows exactly when he's releasing Death Stranding. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I'm I'm imagining probably um, Sony didn't believe him when he said, okay, I'm making this come out in 2019. They said, yeah, of course you are. (laughs) Take five years, don't worry. And he said, no, 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 I'm serious.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Um, Let's make, okay, we've done release date predictions and everything like that. But do you think we will get the release date in E3 this year? Go. I know, I know. mm -hmm. I weirdly think that there's an upwards of 45% chance of that happening. Okay, I remember for
1: uh, The Phantom Pain, the release date was announced on a random day. I remember that. It It was an IGN news. Uh,
2: Okay, okay.
4: Yeah. So it
1: wasn't a big event. Um, I don't know if he wants to do that again, or maybe announce it more formally with a uh, a huge trailer ending with a release date, uh, stuff like that. Maybe we've already seen the release date hidden in some
2: clues in the trailers, (laughs) Young, we don't know yet. Young would have noticed. Hashtag Young would have noticed by now. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag Young help
4: us. (laughs)
2: Yeah, that's it. Uh, Also, Uh, have you guys seen any other... Mitchell, have you seen any other Death Stranding podcasts out there in the wild? No. Are there others? I'm not sure. Um, and then, uh, do you have any troubles finding us on your US store uh, or accessing us via that iTunes there? Just, I figured I'd check. Me? This section is called troubleshooting. This is not called troubleshooting, ah. Daniela. This is helpful information for all of our fucking <laughs> listeners. Now, I'll have a little less yeah. attitude from there, from you, if that's all right. Is that all right? Yeah.
4: I'm kidding. I'm kidding, dude.
2: <laughs> Literally, this show is how we all need to get our attention. That's right. Mm -hmm. Getting a little spicy no that's fine uh no daniel that's a very very valid point you're right we're doing of course it's like unabashed troubleshooting disguised as like listening and like sharing for the listeners it's like oh don't worry i'm this is literally for the listeners edification it's not me genuinely not knowing as the host of a podcast whether or not it's whether or not it's being accessible from another country but um but yeah you can do actually uh mitchell real quickly no daniel i'm kidding love you man um yeah, Mitchell, can you quickly jump on your phone and just, like, check that you can find The yeah, Stranding Podcast doing... on uh, on iTunes? Uh, yeah,
3: yeah, it's right down here. Wow. Yeah, I look it up, and it's the fourth one on the menu.
2: Okay, what's the first? Uh, <laughs> IGN or something? Probably. Can you
3: get that, and then Cool Games by Polygon, and then Poundca- Podcast Beyond IGN, then Dude Soup. Okay. And then Death Stranding podcast.
4: Yo,
2: we listeners, help us with the rankings. Give us some five star reviews so that we pop up at number one. Yeah,
4: number
2: Here, one. I'll give you guys a. I'll give you guys a review right now okay oh really oh cool wait live (laughs) happening thank you so much mitchell appreciate it for some reason um so there's a way for uh, us to be able to check the reviews which um daniela do you know about this it's called my my podcast reviews and you just put in like an email address um there's you you can jump on a plan to like have like multiple podcast reviews but i tried to be crafty and and sign up with one email each so i didn't have to pay for the plan um but technically you know again you can just like do whatever so like maybe i'll be like Daniela, you take the free one email plan that's like free and just like monitor uh god of war podcast this is going to be an outtake or something um monitor god of war podcast and like you um uh, uh mitchell can you monitor Fumito ueda and just like send me stuff so we don't have to pay so there you go crafty she's crafty beastie boys <laughs> i love the beastie boys anyway let's crack on so um jump on the reddit everyone and uh, we'll do reddit readout Mhm. Awesome. Daniel, oh, you That's right. Uh what what jumped at you jumped out at you um, this week? Well,
1: uh wait a second. I had it. okay, I uh, spotted some strands in the sky in the second trailer right before Mads show up. Ooh. One day ago by Jordan 91. Okay. And you, that's what? interesting. I mean, that uh, popped up to me because um the trailer now is 1 year and 3 months old and we're uh-huh. still finding out things about it.
2: Damn straight. How awesome is that? <laughs> Damn straight, I love it. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about when I say, like, it really does bear, It is. it, it bears repeating and it bears, it, it bears revisiting, you know, these old trailers and these old, even the old breakdowns that, as I mentioned, Yong and, and other content creators doing, it's, you'd be surprised just by viewing it with more information ahead of time that it gives yeah. you more clarity, yeah. And
1: then they also noted that uh, the strands appear for like a few frames, like uh, the same way that happens in the third trailer when we see strands appearing and disappearing. It's the same mechanic, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, it's
2: fascinating. Interesting. What do you reckon of that one there, Mitchell?
3: Yeah, I think what Kojima said when he said that these trailers are so cryptic that as they go on, they'll be like... uh, revealing information as we go on to like the first trailer and the second trailer you'll get more context and start creating new theories based on the information we got from those with the new information i think this is kind of his plan you know just Mm -hmm. like like oh i'm gonna put this in here they don't know what it is they don't they won't recognize it until this trailer and then they'll recognize what it is and start creating theories Mm -hmm. i think it's probably that's that looks like what he's doing that he's like putting in uh, things because it's obviously uh, a story snippet, like a cutscene, but I feel like with all the information as we go along, we'll get more understanding of what the game is, yeah, and okay. make these trailers become more significant.
4: Hmm, that is
2: interesting. Yeah. um uh, Mitchell, did you see anything on the Reddit that jumped out at you? Did someone uh, you'd, like, you'd that, uh, like to give a shout out to?
3: Uh, Was it BuzzZoo2? Is that what his name was? Uh Uh-huh. Who created that that, uh, Death
2: Stranding uh, test with the arm thing? I love that. Oh, shout out to you, buddy, if you're listening. That was phenomenal. Again, I had to do a double take. I actually thought it was um, an actual leak or something initially. um, I'm sure that was the case for a few people.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I see. I was
2: was like, whoa,
4: whoa. (laughs) <laughs> i
2: know yeah. and, and again it just had that effect of uh just giving you that tiny little glimpse of like again we will begin it. it's a, it, we, we it's been confirmed it is third person uh presumably over the shoulder in that exact same way so it's just that faintest little ghost of a of future echo of, of what we will see which is fantastic you know really really cool awesome well i will now shout out my chosen uh person and we can roll right into the um like, uh, yeah, this is Reddit rundown, so we can roll right into the Reddit readout. Um, this is amazing. So user scrumpus 14 hours ago, it would be criminal for a video game starring bike boy to not have bikes. Futuristic bridges, motorcycles would be very nice. Thank you. Upvoted immediately. That's amazing. Uh, oh yeah, that's so great. <laughs> it's it's pretty, a great video. It literally is just like a Photoshop picture of um, uh, I presumably from um, uh, Walking Dead, and it's just like he's got the the clairvoyant baby there. So that's amazing. Um, I wonder if the baby is a girl, and that her name is Claire, as in the first word of clairvoyant. Ah, uh, ah! Uh, theories, coral theories, bitches. <laughs> okay, so TW, t T four W drew at the end scene of the third trailer. Not much of an artist, but I enjoyed doing this. You are an artist, my friend. Upvoted. You're a legend. Want to give you a shout out. Keep your work. Uh, um, keep keep up the good work. Um, uh, use a life machine. More DS art experiments legend beautiful really nice impressionistic i quite love it um i could see this like framed and like kept in like some parisian art collector's sort of house like amazing beautiful those babies still freak me out the most um tell me about it we're going to be jumping into that later today so that's kind of my most of my sort of read out there uh unit from the third trailer oh oh god that's hilarious people guys it's a freaking it's a freaking umbilical cord um by the way, uh speaking of uh the handhead titan, which we'll be discussing on the next episode actually. Episode eighteen is essentially almost entirely dedicated to that like obviously that scene of uh that particular creature. Um we'll dive into this more on that episode, but um I fielded it got really really awesomely and generously 128 upvotes. The uh, Sound of Below any and all instances of inspiration influence from Thomas Harris uh, Hannibal on Kojima's works because I saw like a parallel between uh just this beautiful art by um, Teoft, which again, if you're listening, artist uh, named Teoft. Oh my God, am I right, Mitchell? This guy or this girl or this person? We, we got, we got. A,
3: it's like we got people posting uh, pictures of their
2: own, big like, versions of game.
3: Painting. Now oh, we got people imitating Yoji.
2: It's so good. He's, like, he's he's amazing. Like, ah, so have you seen his other work on Deviant Art? it's amazing it's incredible like get on the show damn it i'm aggressively like i'm angrily proud of you and angrily happy at the, the idea of you being on the show so please uh get in touch buddy Definitely get in touch. So we'll dive into that one there. So I figured I'd give that a shout out because there was a bit of activity there. Mm-hmm. And shout out to the insanely lovely 80 people who who upvoted the come to me hand, head Titan picture I did, which when I got home, which by the way, I'm going to just say here, again, referencing what you were saying, Mitchell. And Daniela, you know about Teoft, right? This amazing artist who is like a kindred to uh, Yoji Shinkawa. Like he, he makes this art that like has the same vibe, aesthetic. Yeah. Um, I actually am not. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) I'll send you some of his art later, but needless to say, like, like, they could be art siblings, you know, these two, like, they make amazing art, uh, uh, and him and, him and Yoji. And, um, and so, like, right after seeing that, like, Mitchell, like, that, that made me want to do this sketch. Like, when I saw his, um, I, I call it the, uh, the 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 great red dragon kind of pose that that he does in and that was um danielle it was the seven days ago one on albert Kessler on reddit you can see it it's uh i draw that parallel between the two like the painting of the great red dragon and um the handhead titan and so right after that Mm -hmm. i had to it's like so those 80 upvotes or whatever um, i'm sharing those with tayoffs because i wouldn't have made that if it wasn't like i do my sort of draftsmanship stuff i don't really sketch as much or draw as much as i used to do some of my abstract stuff once in a while but um I just mean, and and that's kind of you know all the sort of adult crap of like oh not enough time and all that stuff uh that all sort of melted away and i just got home i was like feeling like a nine-year-old of like i need to draw this creepy thing that has two hands for a head and it's like no and no actual hands but strands coming out of the stumps and it's just super super fascinating and um again quoting yong's video um So he was asked Kojima about, um, oh, like some of the visual imagery may, it seems some people are interpreting it interpreting it as you uh like the cesarean of like you having had your baby ripped away from you so at mgs5 uh the five floating figures that could be konami are you noticing that you're expressing some unconscious stuff basically was the question and kojima ever the consummate classy guy he was like uh i didn't really see myself as sort of being in a dark place when i made this uh that's definitely not the intent and death surrounding isn't a horror game or anything um and so I, but all I wanted to do was create something that had a unique aesthetic, you know, and something that just felt different. So again, and I must stress this. So for for Kojima just to say that of just like, oh, I just tried to do something different. For him, it's the eighty twenty rule. So him just saying that, just all all you have to do is just apply the eighty twenty rule and say, okay. So for him to casually just throw out, oh, I want to do something different. His version of just oh, just doing something different aesthetically means, like. A whole host of other things, which has to by this point involve like because of you know how much research he does on these like military subjects for Metal Gear. I can only assume that him and Kenji Ano are going deep dives into physics, deep dives into multiverse theory, into organisms that could be out there living, or like all this kind of stuff, and and like just that he would say, oh like like you don't have a concept like the hand head Titan with the gigantic umbilical cord with the cords growing out of the stumps and the baby and the in the in the uh, esophagus you don't have that stuff as just a matter of like oh wouldn't this be interesting of just like doing something different like like you know like kojima as has this thing of yeah I, I really do believe like his like ideas like really innovative ideas sort of are just like in, in his dna but i think do you Danielle, i feel it to you how how much of a deep dive do you think um uh kojima and, and Kenji are doing right now, uh in terms of uh like the physics angle and like the multiverse angle, or do you think this is gonna be a lot more of an abstract story and less scientific?
1: No, I think uh well I think they will have a solid scientific base because um but okay almost all all only to a certain degree. I mean like we've seen with Metal Gear, there are some things that are um that kind of makes sense, like nanomachines, oh, and yeah. um, some other things. That I mean, you have to make your own science for it for, to explain them. But um, yeah, so it's gonna be a mixture of the two or the two things. Um, okay. Yeah, I think I think we'll, but maybe maybe not because we've seen the. Um, physics, uh, formulas on, uh, normal reduces neck.
4: Hmm.
1: Um, so yeah, that, that's gonna be, that, that might be a very scientific game.
4: It could be. I mean,
1: I've, I've said in my theory when we were analyzing the trailer, I think, mm-hmm. um, I said that uh, in my opinion, there, uh, uh, Sam and his group of people are scientists.
4: Yeah, I think so too.
1: What do you think Mitchell?
4: Yeah, I think it's going to take more of the
3: complete kind of runner approach, where it's like
4: mm-hmm.
3: it's you know fantasy, it's not real, and yeah. but it's it's just close enough to reality where you can you can envision it, you know.
4: Mm.
3: And it's like it's taking concepts that modern day scientists and uh, analysts are uh, predicting what will happen in the future. Yeah. You know, so I feel like I feel like we're gonna have to. It's gonna be like that.
4: But I think I don't so. think
3: the scientific. Nature will—he's gonna have first and foremost a story. Yes. And if and if a scientific element is gonna contradict that, I don't think he's gonna include it. Yeah. So I I agree with Daniela.
2: I think I think inclusion of the scientific element to the point where it makes you have that moment, just like how we had with with Jurassic Park, for example, is a perfect example for it. Uh, is of of the element of science that makes you have that moment. Maybe even a little bit of that Blair Witch moment of like, oh shit, sort of, sort of, it, sort of, it, it sort of shakes your core about shit. Was this possible? Could this have happened? Um, you know, in in mm. in Blair Witch cases was the found footage, all that crazy stuff. But in Jurassic Park's case, it was the it was the thing that very very much did happen with people when they first saw Jurassic Park, and there were articles published, there were papers published. Could we bring back dinosaurs? And so that is, I think, the sort of um epitome of the perfect use. Thematically, and and from a subject matter point of view, uh, and and going far enough into the science of it that it makes you consider, holy crap, what if this did happen? What if a fourth, like in Death Stranding's case? What if a fourth explosion did happen? Are we on track for this? What could be something that could feasibly happen? And you know, um, uh, in Interstellar, for example, which is you know one of uh, Kojima's like top directors, he really loves Nolan's works. Um, there was a, you can see it. I'll probably try and link it in the description. Um, so I believe it was Kip Thorne. K- Kip Thorne. Uh, gosh, I really should know this guy's name. Uh, he's a, I believe, a theoretical physicist, and he he was a, a consult a consultant on that. Portrayal of the black hole in Interstellar. Do you guys remember that documentary?
3: I remember the documentary. Uh, uh, or, or yeah, it was just a feature. Really interesting. Yeah, yeah, it was a oh, feature.
2: Okay. Yeah, and what he did, he, he he was a consultant on that, and he said like this by far and away, and NASA would agree. It's like not, it's essentially quote unquote NASA approved. Like this is the closest we can come uh, to a proper. Full budget, like photoreal simulation of what it would be to approach and be enveloped in a black hole. You know, so he he sort of said that for the record um, in the lead up to Interstellar. I'll I'll link you the the video actually. It's really interesting. And so what I would love is um to have Interstellaring something similar to Blair Witch, Inter Interstellar, and Jurassic Park to have that little nugget of information that makes you take that takes you aback a little and makes you think, oh crap, like. This And and you know how, again, Kojima did this quite well with some of his Metal Gear stuff where he explained just enough of it that you felt educated enough where you felt like you had just discovered something like, oh crap, we're on the cusp of this. And um, I was listening to Bonfire Sides Chat's recap actually of um, uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 and where they said, look, Kojima, if you play Metal Gear Solid 2 now, he made some spooky predictions about the direction of information technology. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. uh, you know, two thousand one. I mentioned it on the podcast. Yeah, yes, yes, absolutely. Um, and so that's that would be. I, I what actually? I'll, I'll do a roundtable. Uh, Mitchell, how do you think um he'll sort of tap into what those movies I referenced, but also Metal Gear Solid two, as you talked about. How do you think he'll tap into that for um Death Stranding?
3: Um, I think he will touch on the subject of uh consumption of media. Okay. You know, and the need to always be online. And so there's going to be a new connection. But I think that he likes Twitter. Everyone likes Twitter. You know, oh, sorry. Most people like Twitter. But I feel like yeah. he's going to show that with Death Stranding, it's going to be the Pokemon Go. Yeah. Or, you know, any older game where you had to go out into the world and talk to other people. And so I feel like he's going to touch a lot of the, uh, of being alone with the millennial culture and the or the gen z culture or whatever generation i am but like um, a lot of it's just sitting in your room alone you know i can attest to that you know 90 percent of my time i'm in my room (laughs) well
2: Uh yeah I mean apart from work I'm pretty much just in here doing um, interactive artistry stuff and I I force myself to walk to and from work just so I can actually like uh, sort of witness the outside world but I also do um, like uh, social media stuff on the way to and from work which is kind of fun Um, cool way of mixing both Um, mini little uh, mental and uh, physical health uh, (laughs) round table Daniela what do you do to kind of make sure you don't disappear into technology
1: um I walk out. Good. <laughs>
2: nice. <laughs> my man. you go to gym so, or you do something else or so yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um
1: I got um I got most of my friends play video games, so I play with them on the PC, on the PS four. Yeah. Uh but we um as you said, we force ourselves to go out um taking a walk. Yeah. We got a beautiful city here. So yeah. We take a walk into
2: at the park or uh, in the woods. Yeah, that's, I that's it. what we do. Nice. And all the rituals and all the crazy drugs and the sex. And Daniela, you're living it up, man. Uh-oh. Well done. <laughs> Just the crazy, <laughs> crazy wild... You know, the, um, the the rituals you tell me oh, about. really makes sense to come over.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 it's freaking Daniela, man. We're talking Suspiria. We're talking some crazy sacrifices, you know, like... Blood rituals—it's crazy what this guy get up gets up to, man. It's nuts. <laughs> oh my god, I'm kidding. Do not be worried, Daniela's mother, who is listening. I'm sure you do not have to call the police. It's fine. That's yeah. good. <laughs> what
1: a podcast! Is. Uh,
2: okay, so um, Mitchell said that like his parents might listen, but do you honestly, Mitchell, think that that your like mom and dad could listen to this one or? <laughs>
3: oh. Yeah, they said they. Listened. I'm doing air quotes right now.
4: Okay. Uh, on the okay. off
3: chance that they, you know, you know, the one time they do, they'll be like, "Oh man, this is podcast." I'm like, I'm like, oh "Man, <laughs> fuck Albert."
2: Yeah, like, do it. Do I? Like, fucking a. You know, uh, you know
3: they, they're just gonna they're just gonna like, do you want, like so my grandma watches. It's just like,
4: oh no, no why man, on a podcast? No. Oh!
2: it's okay it's okay um literally to any and all like guardians slash friends slash all all that um it's it's all meant obviously in in good spirits we there's definitely an emphasis for interactive artistry not to like do profanity for for profanity's sake it's always just like either in jest or lightheartedly it's never really to fucking outright fucking roast someone like danielle i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding kidding. which again (laughs) you you really need to take that you're you Australian, mate. We should really, like, again, just indulge. <laughs> just freaking have oh. digs, man. Like, digs at each other is just friendship to me, it just is So, but needless to say, Mm -hmm. not not to worry and also, now now see, Mitchell, you've exposed me uh, because the reason real reason, it's not at all because there's so much worthwhile material to explore and you can explore all these different angles and it makes for super worthwhile, uh, a unique kind of format of going long form and again because of the longer format you can discover all these other angles just from being at this deliberate of a pace, that's the rationale I tell to the punters, the real reason I go very long on these podcasts is that we can berry shit where people will never listen because the podcasts are so long that they actually won't listen to the whole thing so we can say whatever the fuck we want. You like that? Yeah. You like that? Sounds good. There's gonna be so many bloopers in wait, this wait, one.
3: Can I uh oh, tons. Can
2: yeah, I yeah. interject
3: real quick? Yeah you gotta go to sleep. Um so uh, no, no no I'm not leaving I'm just oh, okay. letting you know something. real okay, go. cool. Go go um so Kojima and they said so they're, they're planning a secret meeting. He did. Do you know what happens
2: later this week? What, what, what? Oh, shit. Dice Awards. Dice. Yeah. Shit. Oh, God. Oh. Shit.
4: What yeah. I completely there?
2: forgot
1: about that. Oh, yeah. my God. I, I've, I've
3: had this stop for like 20 minutes, and I've just been waiting for the time to let you guys know that what? the Dice oh, Awards coming this God. Thursday, on the 22nd.
2: Okay, hold on a second. Whoa. Listen to me. Oi, Mitchell. So, correct Mm -hmm. me if I'm wrong, Mitchell and Daniele, but for the past two years, um, Kojima has done something at the DICE Awards, correct? He's been, he went in 2016, I believe he was there, no sorry, in 2015 he was there for an interview with um, uh, Guillermo, and in 2016 I think he received his award, or maybe switched those two around, but, holy crap, holy crap. Okay, I'm really, really intrigued by that now, uh, Mitchell. Yeah. That's uh that's big. Okay, a well, quick little roundtable. table. Um we'll kick it to um Daniela. What do you think we could possibly see um from um uh, Kojima at the Dice Awards which is happening in like yeah, two or three days time?
4: Um
2: Maybe an interview.
1: Uh okay. where he shares some progress on Death stranding. Uh maybe some gameplay news. Perhaps. perhaps. Perhaps a gameplay footage. But ah, I know I'm reaching too far here. <laughs> ah, possibly.
2: Possibly. I
1: don't know. Um I hope it's some uh, I hope uh, I, I hope it at least for a progress report where it tells us where it's at with the game and um with the mockup uh mockup stuff. Uh
2: yeah, and maybe maybe I a release window release. Ooh, that would be that would be interesting so soon. Uh, I I I'll probably put ninety percent chance of not happening the release window. Not a reflection of faith yeah. in you, man. Just 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 the the hunch that I'm getting. But um, yeah, 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 yeah no. but yeah. Um. So okay, so for myself, unless actually I don't want to cut into you, uh, Daniela. Did you want to have any other riffs for your predictions for for Dun- for, for no, DICE? no, that was all. Okay, um, and and Mitch, you're all good with uh, like I'll just give mine, or did you have any extra sort of riffs on your predictions for um, uh, yeah, what what do you think will happen?
3: Um, gameplay reveal, not a game release date, no release date. Oh, a gameplay reveal.
2: A small one, like two minutes or, or longer.
3: Like two, or three minutes. I think it's more like.
2: I think it when when
1: the like, gameplay reveal is gonna happen is gonna be longer than two or three minutes. It's gonna be uh,
3: no, it's gonna be more like not like, less
1: of a reveal, more of a a tease,
3: like a tease of it. Like oh yeah, think of it uh, like a uh, they show a trailer, like story connected with uh with that uh, okay. would make gameplay and stuff like that. Hmm. But um, you know, you know what he said uh in the beginning with that when he said. Talking about how Sony's never seen a game being developed faster, but he also said that stay tuned in early, like in 2018, for a big update for a big reveal. That's oh oh
4: oh damn!
3: If he's he's referring to dice, I don't think he's referring to E3 is halfway through the year, and I'm pretty sure he's talking about early in the year. So this could be the point where he reveals the gameplay.
2: All right, yeah, now this be... is Mitchell's taking it to a new fucking level. Oh. I, I'm fully on the Mitch train here. On two days from now, we're going to see a surprise from Kojima. I am on this train. Are you with me, Daniela? Have you have you have you bought your ticket from the from the the train conductor, Mitch, on this hype train? <laughs> yeah, I okay.
1: mean, um, it's Kojima did say we're, he, he's going to surprise us in 2018, so. It's already 2018.
4: Yeah, it's been for yeah. two
1: months. Yeah, so you uh, know because totally E3, we're we're
3: see something at E3. That's that's not that's the most predictable thing that it can never be spoken. Yeah, we're gonna see something at E3. We're gonna see an interview with him at at the, at the moment. yeah. But when he says surprise, nobody's gonna expect on Dice, the Dice Awards, for a gameplay just be revealed and just dropped in the middle of it, and that's why they're planning. They're planning you know, a few days beforehand, uh, to figure out where everyone going to be and things like that. Mm. Cause considering that he's already in the United States, he's just going to take a flight over to Las Vegas and then go on stage. Like, like, hello, everyone. <laughs> hello, and everyone. And said, I'm back. And then, uh,
2: again, I'm back.
3: <laughs> uh, did you write like it? And then, uh, <laughs> I, l- and then, I love it. And then, and then we're just going to, you know, stand up and clap.
2: Yeah. You know?
3: But, uh, I feel idea. like it's going to overshadow the entire event, which will mm. be something I think DICE is really going to need. because think about it, compared to the Game Awards, DICE doesn't really get a lot of
2: DICE needs Kojima. DICE needs Kojima for sure, yeah. personally. And I think this will boost
3: up viewership. Yeah. I don't think they're going to say he's going to be on it. I think he's going to be surprised.
4: Okay. And,
3: you know, he, he, he's doing like, you know, a, a nudge and a wink.
4: Mm. Or I we could
3: just be looking into this, and he, he's not actually planning for this. It's actually something else. Entirely, wow. but wow. I don't think it is. I'm
2: very all trained. bets on dice. At least old, something. All bets on dice. hashtag All bets on dice. Daniela, what do you think?
1: Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, I, I don't. I don't want to say too much because uh, I get hyped for myself. So <laughs> I'm really disappointed when nothing happens.
2: So we'll we'll see. <laughs>
4: Okay, okay.
2: Well, without further ado, other dice news. Yes, no, that's okay. Um, I figured. Um, look, you have to like feel free. You need to any angle that you want to take on this. And if Mitchell, you have any other little kind of nuggets of or little gems, actually, I'll give them more more than just like the nugget name any kind of gems extra of just like what you think might happen in 2018? Because if you want to continue being, getting on this roll, because I really think you've found something, man, with, with DICE, I think it's going to sneak up on people. And you um, threaded those strands uh, quite deftly, I think, of um, seeing the Jeff Keeley. Because again, let's really think about it. Um, we can do a roundtable on this. When when do Kojima and Jeff Keighley get together that isn't because of something they're about to do, correct? Oh yeah. Yeah, they
3: aren't That's really- right.
2: They get together before a big event. Uh, yeah, they always do. Exactly. So because
3: Jim is on the U.S. often. Mm-hmm. That's right.
2: Yeah, and like, you know, and he's yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know who was mentioning on whatever podcast, but uh, you know, they um, they've got they've got their their facility for like performance capture and everything in um in Japan. However, it doesn't it, it strikes me as something that Kojima may organize so that he doesn't have to put his chosen actors out that he would choose um for there to be motion capture studios like that's also why I think the the alliance uh or the affiliation or disconnection rather with um Hermann Halst and, and the guys at uh, Gorilla would allow, for example, if they want to get um kevin durant on board or or idris alba or or emma stone or something they don't have to fly all the way to japan like if they're either in europe or in america they have these uh, places that they can go um uh and maybe with like similar facilities where it's just a matter of a file transfer so that like um to get that data there or but um yeah we also have to think about budget like like you know um Giyama can do that with like Pacific Rim um because you know sitting there with the screen and like chatting to the people at ILM and you know going frame by frame about oh can you change this can you do that I don't know whether that's within what Kojima can do at the moment but it's something that I could see him doing, at least maybe for a teaser trailer. If if he's like, oh, Emma Stone, I want you in the upcoming um, E3 trailer, uh, if you could do, like, again, Norman Reedus did this, there's this precedent, uh, we actually have the engine all determined now, so like we've, we're much further ahead there, um, we'd like you to jump on board and do this. However, um, for the actual game itself, when you're gonna be doing most of that work, would you mind coming to Japan for, I don't know, like a month or something? I don't know how long, um, you would need to have them on board. Uh gosh, we don't even know how long death is going to be, guys. Um, Daniel, how long of a campaign just like to finish death stranding? How long do you think it like Easter eggs and everything, see the entire content of the game? Are we looking at 30 40 hours or what do you reckon? It's too early to tell obviously, but just have a stab in the dark. Hope 50. 50 yeah. All the side quests. Me too. I'm thinking that that amount too as well. Yeah. Go for it. Legend. No,
3: it's gonna it's gonna be with all the with all the side quests and all the mini secrets and you know there's gonna be multiple endings. That's uh, my prediction now. Multiple endings, kind of like Mirror. But I'm thinking about with everything you can do in the game, like all the fun stuff, it's probably gonna be close to sixty to eighty hours.
4: Oh yeah, um,
1: yeah, that's right. To
3: complete it, it's gonna you know catch every little Pokemon and go find all the Coroxy it's mm. kind of. Stupid stuff. It's gonna be like a billion hours, you know.
2: A billion, Ooh. You know? Okay, so we have but also 50 and a billion.
3: Hey, hey, hey. Here, let me read this dice tweet. Um, at dice at at hashtag dice twenty eighteen esports team owners, whoever, blah, 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 blah will join moderator Jeff keely in sharing their thoughts on esports, the past, the present, the 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 and the future. And then this other one saying how, and moderator Jeff keely will discuss the company's innovation and okay. all this stuff so he's gonna be there it's confirmed that he's gonna be okay there. no fucking also, big deal awesome
2: to, that's
4: so also fun. if you go to their
3: twitter page yeah. official ai as yeah so in the and, uh, you know they have their banner it's a uh, kojima and kimono del toro with jeff Keeley.
2: that's incredible okay so um i'm looking at so which which twitter account am i looking at official ai AI. I don't know. AS. It's
3: a. I don't know what that stands for. That's okay. That's uh, Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences.
2: Oh my god, dice to. Oh my god, that's incredible. This is very, very, very intriguing, and I. This has taken a completely different turn than I thought. D- Daniela, I feel super stoked for this now. That's crazy. Are you on the Twitter there, um, Daniela? Um. Yeah uh yeah well it says a lot
1: i mean it's gonna I'm be exciting week
2: definitely definitely wow okay cool but needless to say listeners we need to absolutely make sure we crack on with our threading the strand and then we'll jump uh straight back into yeah like remaining thoughts before we sort of sign off because again i uh, just want to make sure just so for the continuity jumping into the fifth episode of threading the strands <laughs> Shut yeah. Gentlemen, are we ready? Oh we're born ready. Yes, our bone ready. Um I am very this is when things really, really start to go down with this trailer. Um eight minutes of Death Stranding Bliss in this new trailer. Um we both know which minute we're talking about. We've probably um Mitchell, I take it you've kind of had a look at uh you know the minute we're sort of yeah. gonna be looking at today. Yeah, It's
3: pulled upside down, right? yes that one?
2: that's basically, it. Okay, that's basically good. it so yeah i'm just bringing i'm just bringing it up here so sort of that i can scrub through and sort of do our customary kind of readout um so and i you know what it's funny like you know i always have the option of just going oh any of like the, the trailer is posted a million times elsewhere probably with higher view counts but anytime i see any kojima trailer I'll always go to the actual Kojima site, <laughs> like to the oh, yeah. to Same. the to the Kojima productions. Same. Yeah, yeah, to the four K video itself. Yeah. You know, I'll always go to that yeah. one. Um, so you got MK
3: Ice and Fire has one million views, while the real trailer has like 80,000. Like, I know uh, what is that exactly? It's like that- game awards in the corner it's like super compressed
2: yeah that's right i mean again nothing against i love mk i love you know all the different like game awards great but yeah it's it's like oh, this trailer belongs to them like they should have the views but anyway you know like maybe for metrics they can um uh you know i don't know they can um combine the different sort of views and, and stuff of the channels whenever we look at sort of how many how many views they've had but anyway um so i am making sure that i am at um uh three I'm at three fifty one now. Um Mitchell, correct me. We definitely have spoken about that minute, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, obviously with Mads landing on the thing. Yep, okay, easy. Okay, so listeners, uh if you would like to follow along in our sort of breakdown here, uh we're gonna be going at um uh so playback speed we go zero point seventy five and I'm at the exact four minute Sort of timestamp here, so pressing play and now, so we see um, the kind of mad slash sort of Osiris character there, um, and um, he's sort of gesturing. Uh, Again, we don't know whether or not Patrick can see him. So then the baby does uh, a sort of forward flip uh, at 4:09 uh, and 4:10. The um, figure has now disappeared, uh, which is um, yeah. Kind of disconcerting uh, uh, but we still it's sort of unexplained why uh, at 416 we see uh, Patrick uh, firing towards um, what the reticule seems to be aiming at which is the uh, creatures uh, floating around however um, the gunshots seem to be completely ineffectual and it may be sort of something out of desperation where the child is just like just pointing to them but like Patrick is the one actually uh, you know going going ahead and shooting even though he might know uh, on some level that is hopeless um feeding off of this hopelessness we see the grasping ones one of which on the right is Hideo Kojima himself with the unmistakable glasses um at 4 minutes and 24 uh we see uh, patrick yell to uh sam to um run hands him uh separates the, the umbilical cord uh from the uh the, the child kind of um the the sort of incubator there uh sam is just motionless, he just stares at it uh, as the camera zooms in on him at uh, 4.30, Uh, so four twenty, four twenty nine to 4.30. As we zoom in on um, Sam's, again, mixture of emotionlessness and and possibly grief stricken, um, we see uh, Patrick about to um, shoot himself in the head, just as he is about to, his the hand is the, the his his gun is knocked from his hand. He is um flung upside down, and he is slowly being reeled upwards by the invisible strand that has sort of seized him by the right leg. Um, uh, the it's important to note here that in Young's analysis, he, uh, in Young's analysis, he highlighted that the same ha- the same leg is the uh the leg that's missing from the doll in the second trailer. So there's a parallel there. We'll be digging in, into that in our sort of when we after our off season we'll jump into the second and first trailers there and give it the same treatment we're giving this um, trailer here with the Strands. So at 4:42, uh, Patrick reaches for his gun just out of reach. In the distance, we can see, um, uh, unfortunately, Kyle who is um, dead but still being carried upwards. Uh, unless that's another corpse, but it's because of the same distance away that it seems to be. That's very, very quite likely um, the the driver who's being pulled upwards. Uh, Possibly ending up being fed on later. Who knows? Um, it seems as though it's going to be one of those black corpses anyway. Um, his um, hazard palm has gone completely limp, uh, with no child to kind of power it. And this is we see at 4:50. Um, Patrick very sadly and and kind of traumatizingly uh, attempting to kill himself. Um, his uh, wristband is turning from blue to red and as his sort of health um, depletes um, there are a number of rocks floating uh, a number of strands gathering um, and the faintest outlines of some of the floating creatures um, we see as the um, uh, minute starts to close out at 4:57, 57 we see um, Patrick disappear from view um, and Kyle in, in the distance uh, being dro- drawn up as well and the camera pans down on a pensive uh contemplative uh sam who looks down and the minute ends as he reaches for the child uh, in the mud um so that is the fifth minute of the trailer ladies uh ladies and gentlemen listening uh and my gentlemen uh co-hosts who are with me if i may hand it to you To I'm going to actually jump into speaking of the community to see what they said. That's what I sort of meant by when I said ladies and gentlemen there. But um, now that I have sort of breezed over and sort of gone over that uh, that intro sort of like breakdown there of the minute, um, I will throw it to Daniel there. What were your overall thoughts on this minute?
1: Well, um, it's the interesting one, in my opinion, because you see him going upside down being caught but it's but but by something yeah uh, which we don't know what that is um yeah
2: it clearly uh, has the intent to consume him though i think because it seems to have selected him specifically um and he is of all the characters there he's he seems to be the one with the most emotional reaction and, and possibly if the theories believe that these things feed on either fear or life um when no, you know there's that thing that serial killers say are oh, the um i think it's a stephen king thing Is um, actually from it he says "Oh, the meat is all the saltier when they're afraid and we and that's like the creature from the andrea muschietti or like stephen king's book is like i i feast on them when they're most afraid and i think that that's what's happening to patrick He, he's probably the most terrified um in that in that situation, and it only gets worse because he probably knows that they've chosen him, and that's why, like he feels them around his legs, and that's kind of the sign that you've been chosen to be eaten possibly so but yeah, please continue Daniele,
1: yeah, I mean, um it, it's that moment in the trailer when you're really like, what the fuck is going on yeah <laughs> so yeah uh, yeah, and um everything is floating everything all we know about physics gravity and uh, about our world is being questioned in that yeah. moment so yeah it's it's really interesting yeah and um i think Jung noted is that uh he can't kill himself he seems not to be able to kill himself
4: yeah it, uh, it it would because... take way
2: too it's it's you need way longer to bleed out to everything, especially stabbing your gut as well. You you're better off sliding slicing your throat, but even then it's just like it's too little time. It's he, he there's no way that he could do anything with a knife to kill himself um outright, especially mm-hmm. with as panicked as he is. So yeah. Poor guy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um but any other thoughts there, Daniela, for that one before I throw it to uh, Mitchell? Mm.
1: Um I think you can throw it to Mitchell and then if something comes out I'll, uh-huh. I'll
2: you, know you. you know what you know what, Daniela, you throw it to Mitchell. Go. I've I've thrown enough. Go throw it to him. <laughs> okay, I'm so open. I'll
1: throw it to Mitchell. What are your opinions on this minute? Thank you. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I missed right. the ball. You missed the ball.
4: <laughs> uh, <laughs> go, go, go. <laughs> uh,
3: so uh it's definitely an interesting minute, yeah. to say the least. Yes. Uh I think everyone would agree with that but with the uh the baby you know, waking up or i don't know becoming aware yeah but something i've also noticed is that you know the the hazard palm flower thing yeah even when it's in the crosshair mode um mode if you can still see, see it's kind of flapping a
4: little bit mm,
3: that's right it it's is a little something
4: very interesting i don't
3: think that's important but uh Oh, it's just a little something I noticed.
2: Yeah, details are always this. This sometimes the devil's the devil is indeed in the details. So very interesting, buddy. Uh,
3: as I watch this, each part of the trailer, yeah, one by one, uh, minute by minute.
4: I don't
3: know. Does the day music by day, hour by anything? hour?
4: Sorry. Uh, ha-ha.
3: <laughs> does the music when um, what's his name gets uh when Patrick gets ensnared with a strand and just being uh pulling up uh, by the strand. Do does it remind you? I I feel like there's something
2: familiar about it, like a movie. Yeah, I feel the same way. Daniela, can you help us like with I this? I can't. I can't. It's like a. I can't name it. I think it's a horror. Oh yes, of course. What am I talking about? It's The Shining. Da <laughs> da 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 It's a very very. It's, <laughs> yeah, they, sorry, like, not uh, The uh, Shining. What am I thinking? This is the Exorcist theme. I'm thinking of. Yeah, Daniela, you you have that image it's that very innocent sounding chime kind of like it's this little melody but it has this 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 coating of of eerie threat to it, you know? And like when I see Patrick oh. being yanked upwards, it's the very exorcisty. I'll I'll play the music here actually, I will. Okay, so uh, what do you reckon of that um, uh, Daniel yeah
1: well um, <laughs> it must be hard to write music for a game like that Stranding so Living. kudos to wow. look at for, so <laughs> yes. for oh, doing that I mean dude, um, he's a really cool
2: guy I wonder if his yeah. services are for sale oh sorry sorry <laughs> oh god please just just <laughs> revoke my pun license it's so bad yeah
4: okay okay, okay bye.
2: <laughs> clearly clearly get out of your own podcast clearly his services yeah. are for sale because obviously he's like collaborating and being paid to work on Death stranding but anyway Ludo for sale is a fucking master and i i cannot guys we're gonna have an actual like vinyl release because if we got the tra- we, if we got the single we're gonna get a full vinyl double gatefold everything for death stranding the final product can you believe that please kojima please release yeah arigato <laughs> uh, please yeah. please you know
3: yeah. have you, have you uh seen any of little big for- streams his live streams he deleted most of them but uh he live streamed for like a month straight
1: i hope people are yeah, saving I've these him things yeah i seen him playing um i yeah. think i seen him playing what was it uh
3: hellblade hell yeah i think Dude, yeah. i was in that chat are you in that chat
4: yeah
3: yeah i wasn't the chat Dude, I was... I was I was the one
1: saying the burger memes.
2: Uh, okay. <laughs> oh yeah. That's awesome. Oh yeah, <laughs> I also seen
1: him playing um Dark Souls 3. Legend. Yeah, I think that was the last time he
3: streamed and then he like stopped forever.
2: If we yeah, get Ludwig her, on the that, show. That
1: was his uh yep. that was his last day uh of vacation before going back to work. Mm. Oh. So I wrote in the chat, uh he was playing Dark Souls. I wrote, um So tomorrow you're going back to work on the other DS And he said, yes, of course.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the other day. That was my interaction with him. (laughs) Nice. That's it. There you go. Official interaction. Uh, Ludwig Fossel, official affiliate, uh, as confirmed by is communication regularly with uh, the composer (laughs) of Death Stranding podcast. Um, But needless to say, it would be great to have him on the show uh, at one point. Um, You know, uh, I say this about the God of War guys and gals and everyone working on that game is that uh, closer to release or when they're in the thick of making it? it's it's tough to to sort of um, take people aside to be able to comment as well because of ndas and everything but um definitely uh leading up to or after the game's release i think it'll be easier i think to be able to get some of the people actually working on death stranding on board well, um probably
3: if we were to get a mom we we'll probably just wouldn't even have to mention death stranding you know we yeah. just like talk about it oh well.
4: yeah so- I think mean, we would
3: probably like, just have to uh yeah. talk about uh you know music influences on uh interactive oh, big media Are I mean, you yeah,
2: the... <sighs> so good with It'll... him it'd be such a worthwhile Dude. conversation to talk about his influences and everything Dude, but, yeah. he's if such you... a good composer have you like if you like sat down and listened to the yeah
3: mgs there's like so many tracks like uh parasites and stuff such good synth
2: tracks yeah but people don't like it because it's not like the yeah well they don't like it because okay. they don't like themselves okay they don't believe <laughs> in no, the in life being like something that has more than one angle or more than one flavor. So, because Jim yeah. is embracing Dude, life, embracing flavor, yeah, and so is and then he got him he got himself a composer who's able to express a fuller spectrum of life, and he did that with, uh, and I love David Hayter like with all my heart, but he he did that with just again a a choice of uh, an actor who just in his um. It just to him like was able to express just a wider spectrum but here's the thing it's not for me and I really hope David didn't take offense to that because it was a question of him saying look David it isn't about me not thinking that you are capable of expanding beyond you know the oh, Metal Gear gruff voice I'm sure you can it's just that the sea change that that would be would like it would it would get people angry at you for changing the, the snake voice and he's like let's just separate from that entirely let's go a different actor so that your performances is preserved. You don't have to um be compared with yourself. And I think that that all to me shook out quite well with how David wasn't uh you know uh, how they went with Kiefer for for Snake and five. Uh but I don't know is there bad blood between them now, uh Daniele Um I get the impression weirdly sadly. Mm-hmm. Yeah well um
4: <laughs>
1: David Heeder said uh, literally uh they didn't even give him a coffee.
4: So <laughs> wow. Okay.
1: Yeah. So they didn't really even tell him or ask him permission or anything. Way... Yeah, I mean um oh. they said they said to him they just said to him we won't need you this time. Okay. All so, right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, but yeah. I, in the
3: interview that he was in, he was like saying how he went to with with a Konami employee and like they had dinner, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you're not a part." He's like, "Wait, what?" Like, "Yeah, bye." And then he like left, and like made him pay for his own food and stuff. Like,
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. Kojima
3: didn't <laughs> even talk to him, mm. and I think Kojima was just like a little. I think he was a little embarrassed, you know. Like, I think that he really respects David Hater, but I he wasn't. Honestly, I think if David Hater played Snake in Metal Solid Five, it wouldn't have as an impactful you yeah. know if you're wow metal gear wow yeah yeah metal machines you like you hear that really rough grumbly voice along with you know yeah. him having to shoot his own soldiers in the face and, you yeah know, it's like, it, you know he's like it's like i won't uh throw your ashes into the heartless sea we diamond dogs that wouldn't have been impactful if it was like whoa your ashes will be in the sea.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Dear. And I can I understand the same thing. Yeah, and I can appreciate how David was like, by the way, like if you had hired me, it's just it's like I wouldn't have done that. I would have done something different. And it's like I really understand both viewpoints, but in essence, if they had gone with with David, um it's just like again, even if he changed his voice entirely, like the audience expectation would have just been like, well if you change his voice entirely and we're not getting that snake, you're you're teasing us weirdly because all that we like what is like it would co- it would cause a bit of a dissonance. there and i know that i like david uh, likely probably argued the opposite and i i really do respect both both people's sort of takes and and um what each of them thought about it and it obviously it led to a bit of a clash but again this it bears nothing for me on on either like david hayter's legacy with in relation to the series uh and then uh, and it doesn't Uh, yeah it doesn't create any sort of bad kind of perceptions for me on either party at all and like it's just a a matter of what suited the tone and again it was a case of what worked for the tone of the work and um but yeah to me i think you know it was it was understandable and it was it was okay and and like but again you know it's it's just behind the scenes stuff that we won't at least for now know sort of the full extent of until maybe like a big kind of tell all book or something or a tell all interview but um but again it's also important to like have perspective on these things you know as well like i think that um uh, yeah just david's super talented really really great and like again super iconic performance and he does have range like he does absolutely it's just um i think that a good decision was made you know um and who knows how, how it would have gone but well well yeah like it's it's i think i'm i'm pretty happy with how she and it it, it doesn't at all touch my uh touch the old games at all like that that like it's everything is intact for me mm. so i think everything went well um but anyway we're straying oh. a little bit far, far from the trailer itself which is totally fine. Um, so for the minute uh, that we have, we actually have a um, ULT sandwich um, who wrote in. But before I jump onto that, Daniela, did you have anything that you wanted to touch on with uh, what we were just talk- talking about uh, with Mitchell? Or do you want to crack no, on? go ahead? Yeah, we can go ahead. Okay, so we have ULT sandwich uh, writing in saying, gah, late again. Anyway, in case you see this, keep up the good work. That's lovely of Love you. Thank you very much. Um, we will. Also, I want you share with you i want to share with you guys uh i thought i had about the gun guy when he is grabbed by the mud people i noticed that he has quickly discards the baby chamber and i realize something how does he know that sam and the baby won't be victims as well i mean he simply throws the baby to the ground also he tries to commit suicide which means that the next immediate target for the horrors would be sam which is yeah it's it's the idea of like you know yeah if if we think about gun guy being self this is me editorializing um if we think about gun guy wanting to be selfless and like oh he's he's getting rid of the baby well sam like i don't want to tell you how to sacrifice yourself but like if your idea is to, is to protect sam like don't kill yourself like weirdly i don't know this sounds a bit morbid but if you're gonna let yourself be prey or whatever or like have that be something that like you let you allow to happen but again He's, you know, Yalty Sandwich raises an interesting point about that. It's like, yeah, the next immediate target for the Horrors would be Sam. So um, this is back to what Ulti Sandwich is saying. There are two theories I have for this. One is that the creatures focus solely on one person at a time, and when he dies, they become disoriented. After all, their senses be- appear to be limited in our world. Uh, the second one has to do with Sam being special, though since we don't know much, much about it, I won't speculate any more. Another thing in this whole suicide and a fate worse than death thing that keeps getting thrown around a lot. How do we know that there is a fate worse than death? So, um... Yeah, I'll throw it to Mitchell. What, what do you reckon about uh, what you... Uh, by the way, Yuletee Sandwich, thank you so much for your contributions. You're awesome. Love you, man. and Or, or lady, or whoever you are. You're awesome. Um, uh, uh, Mitchell, what do you reckon of uh, what Yuletee Sandwich raised?
3: Yeah, um, as we see in the trailer, um, Sam's never actually targeted directly in the entire trailer. Mm. You have the animal that it smells it, yes. but it's not sure. And then it goes all the way to... Uh, to Kyle, and then he kills Kyle. Yeah. And then immediately, when they notice where what's his name is, yeah. he's helping him.
4: Uh-huh. And then he
3: starts shooting at them. And basically, sings, it's like, it's like seeing a bear and screaming, they're gonna hear hmm. you. And Sam is like, shut up, don't even breathe. He knows more. I think he's gone through more of this. And he's so quiet. And he, and he doesn't say a word. He's not like, sorry, he's not shooting people. He's made no sounds. And then he picks up the baby quietly. So that's why I think that they didn't target him. It's just because simply that, you know, they thought they were done. Mm. Interesting. Why would they explode and not eat another person? If I know. they're going to take both people, why would they just take Sam also? They mm. probably just didn't know he's there. They just blew
4: up like, just now go, this has okay, me thinking about out
2: of here. Now you know what this has me thinking about? It has me thinking about maybe the grasping ones were trying to feed on it themselves. But just like hey, say for example, a bunch of barracuda came across some tuna and they started like nipping away, Oh, like we found some food and then a big old fucking shark arrives and says, Nah, fuck off. Clear off you barracuda tiny like small little predators. Um, this is me. Like I'm here, this is my catch. This is my prey now, and it's like a lion arriving and like scaring off the hyenas, and I think that mm-hmm. that might be yeah, what. what yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. It's actually really good. Actually, I Actually, really like that. I, that's oh, yeah? Actually, I really like that theory that you just threw
2: up.
4: Okay.
3: Like I mean, nice. tossed up, not threw up. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, cool. <laughs> I
2: appreciate that. Yeah, and just just another riff on it, I eh? Um, uh, Daniela, what did you reckon of that?
1: Yeah. Well. Um, as I said uh, many times, it's too soon to know. It is. But, um, yeah, I, I think your theory makes makes sense.
2: Mm. Um, you so, know, instead yeah, of, instead I, of trying to sort of connect them together, they're clearly very different organisms. Because um, we have three so far. We have the invisible ones that are just sort of like hanging around invisibly and the ones that like some people have said that they resemble women kind of thing. Um, and then, yeah, we have the, uh, the mud monsters and then we have... No, there's four actually. Um, the... Um, uh, the big titan, which is the third kind, and then the fourth one is the the, the weird kind of um water bear, not water bear. Um, uh, I. <laughs> I had, I had learned the name for them the before. The sea creature? Yeah, the sea creature that sort of grabs them, that has sort of like hands, like human hands dragging off it and everything. So yeah, so four different variants. And again, just like in nature, you know, yeah, you see a kill out in the African wild, and it's like, oh, it's a corpse. But you'll see vultures there. You'll see hyenas there. You'll see wild dogs, and you'll see lions. All four of those are technically like eating it, but. They and they could be classified as like quote unquote enemies, but they're on no way affiliated to each other, they're just different species of scavengers. So these could be different species of scavengers on sort of the death uh, or or life, as it were, you know.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah. So that's that's kind of my sort of main things for for this minute in particular. Um, I'll read out Kathy Bunsen's uh comments because we don't want to kind of overlook our awesome. Kaffee, decaf, amazing human being who has commented many times and is awesome. So so for Kaffee he says or she or they, I don't think I fully understood Ragnarok's theory we the players invaded. This is a, in relation to um, Ragnarok's trailer but he also says that at the Uh, after he sort of uh, can you explain it for the dum-dums um he says i also don't think the idea of reading red and spooky voice the video game is a parallel world and you the player are visiting (laughs) it through the console is such a groundbreaking new concept david cage did it in omicron the nomad soul back in 1999 it may very well be a thing death stranding does but it won't be the main plot point i don't think the reveal has enough meat for a whole video game plot of Kojima proportion. So, I'll do two things for you guys and then we'll start wrapping up the episode because we're just after the two hours. Um, I want to address this and also tie it into relation to this minute. So, I will lead, I'll just sort of go first, why not? Because sometimes I just throw it to you guys. So, what uh, uh, Kathy's basically saying is okay, so Ragnaroks, so he brought up the idea that we're speaking about things feeding on each other, right? Um, this is how I pretty very I like how like kaffy didn't sort of go stray too far out because again it's like relevant to both what Ragnarok talked about and it just so happened that like because we're talking about these creatures that feed on humans um, that it ties into what Ragnarok made a huge part of his video for which was like the, the jaw-dropping moment for me when he drew the parallel between how we feed on games and how we feed on fictional characters and we feed on tv series and books and and games and we're sitting there and we're just like lapping it all up from from our world into their world and we're sort of siphoning that you know and so then that's how um, ragnarok drew that parallel um so that's kind of how i would read it um you you sort of mentioned um so uh like uh i don't think i fully understood ragnarok's theory we the players invaded the game world in the same sort of in some sort of cataclysmic event and yes yes so in in this case cafe um sort of uh, ragnarok is referring to the game releasing as the fourth explosion so us being able to put in a disc and here into the world of Death Stranding is the fourth explosion. We are the entities. We are consuming Death Stranding story. We are the pred- predatory kind of creatures. That's kind of the idea that he's offering there, drawing that parallel there. And then he says, but we are also members of Bridges helping to fight against the monsters. Um, that's from a narrative point of view. We don't actually know. Um, it's essentially like, uh, you know, we know that Sam is likely affiliated with Bridges because that uh, that vehicle like had the sort of Bridges door, so it wouldn't outright put him in opposition to it. So but I don't think we'll be directly playing as bridges. But needless to say, um, you know, one thing Kojima does play around with and it is the idea of being on both sides. Um, and um, I'll throw it to Daniela: How many times does Ocelot like change loyalty throughout Metal Gear? Come on, like one <laughs> <Too> of many. <laughs> two, you know, one of Kojima's things is like the arbitrariness of loyalty and the arbitrary nature of uh, relativity and like perspective. And it's like, oh, you know. Um, Two people with the same rationale doing completely opposite things but for the same reasons and that sort of thing so um do these actions contradict each other and that's the last question kaffee asked. and i would say no because again it's all thematically tied into these uh, this idea of um uh, one side of the coin being grafted in, and a reflection of the other and like two seemingly opposite things being woven together just by their inherently their inherent connection just by being two sides of the same thing so yeah so that's kind of my take on that anything from yourself mitchell on uh, what Kathy raised
3: uh hmm. so i think that with the whole thing that we're invading the world yeah i think that that might be possible uh-huh. but i don't think that we're going to be the monsters i think that's a little too far-fetched even for you know, okay. i think going to be a little too pretentious
4: uh, yeah it could be
2: i don't i don't and see him like, taking oh, that angle yeah. the
1: players are the monster <laughs> it's
3: like i i've read books like that like you are the monster yeah I'm Like what did i do i read the i read the story you don't don't mean this
4: <laughs> for, for torturing like sam yeah some people have oh, said that this. yes yes
3: but you know you know don't make me feel bad to playing your video game <laughs> all right and i don't think he's gonna do that
4: exactly um
3: uh,
2: yeah, all respects to Ragnarok uh, for exploring that angle. It's very interesting, yeah. definitely to think about. But um, I mean, he might do that. He might. He might. He he just might. He just might. But
3: I do agree with us invading the game world. We're probably. I think we're gonna get an angle on that, mm-hmm. at least. Maybe some throwaway dialogue or whatever. Mm. But I don't think we're gonna be the monsters. But I think that we are gonna get some reference that they they're kind of. That's like a. Like we have a uh, Sam, and he's like in the world, and then we have, uh, like Osiris, who like knows more, yeah, than us. Like he knows he's like he can he understands where he is in the universe that he is, like he is in a video game, mm. and he's like trying to break out
2: of the game.
4: You know, mm.
2: yeah, very interesting, very interesting indeed. Anything for that, Daniela? Before we tie off this Throwing the strands.
1: Yeah, I think um that might well be happening because uh that would make sense with the uh statement uh the player will be Norman Reedus. Um Yeah, so but I think okay. it's gonna be in its uh, own twisted kind of way.
2: Yeah. yeah. And uh, we'll see about that. Hopefully. I think I think the whole thing's taking place in a board game and this is a prequel to Jumanji.
4: Okay. That's,
2: that's all i think all right clearly when patrick is being picked up that is the player picking up his piece on the board and we're going to discover that yeah dwayne the rock johnson i'm kidding i lost energy halfway wait, through wait,
3: wait 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 here so you know you have your phone with earbuds in it yeah and then you like get caught in, like a doorknob and your phone flies out and it's like dangling by uh your headphones yes what if that's Death Stranding?
2: Whoa, that exact moment. That's Whoa. it. It's all a big analogy. I mean, Crazy. that's probably
3: the most fearful moment
2: anyone has. <laughs> that's right. But anyway, listeners, uh, um, that was our. Take on the fifth minute. We took it more from a sort of thematic point of view and sort of used it to launch off again. Again, really exemplifying what we talk about with threading the strands, which is that these segments are guidelines for discussion without d- diving too deeply into the formal content. As in what we're actually seeing in terms of the aesthetics, we did we did a little bit of that on the earlier episodes. But just as we get more into the action, it, it really prompts more kind of um, the wider discussions, which we're happy to sort of launch off on. And, and again, um, for amazing, amazing in depth analysis for this particular minute looking no further than Yong's video hour-long analysis of the entire trailer um yeah we're just again taking just weaving in kind of alternate different uh takes on, on the same material and we're going a bit lo- longer form with a bit more tangents and he really uh, stays on uh on just like the formal qualities there again dips into some symbology uh you know along along the to the tune of like uh, Egyptian gods and goddesses and and, um, a great way of sort of tying the different trailers together. But um, I did mention that one note about like the um, leg, the same leg that Patrick is dragged up by. It's the same leg that's missing, I believe, on on the fake doll from the, the, or rather just straight up the doll from the second trailer. So there's a bit of connectivity there, but um, yeah, I'm happy to end this. Anyone else had any uh, last sort of thoughts on this minute? Happy to tie this one off. That's
4: it? You guys are good? (laughs)
2: uh, okay here we go bye Bye, guys I hope you uh, guys gals everyone hope you enjoyed this um, fifth episode of uh, Threading the Strands and uh, looking forward to um, recording the sixth seventh and final um, Threading the Strands in the forthcoming episodes take care Oh, amazing! And back we are into the main show. Terrific. Again, the emphasis uh, for the listeners who are wondering why we jump in and out of the show is that we want to, at one point, break break away all the Threading the Strands and release them into their own separate videos and their own separate playlist for people who actually just want to look at that particular long eight-ish hour sort of analysis of the trailer, which I think would be pretty interesting. I think it's going to come close to the eight hours, I reckon, um, for that one. Are you guys looking forward to being able to click on that sort of Threading the Strands playlist of ours? sure pretty interesting right i'm just like oh yeah you know i'll the- listen
3: up to the moment where i joined the podcast and then i, I, okay. I wouldn't listen Shut
2: anymore because my cringy voice i am sick of this elf yeah. self-effacing mother okay i no, no, hold off from no no, that no i'm saying it's bad but like
3: okay y'all ever hear your own voice
2: yeah buddy it's just take it easy everyone's got voice dysmorphia everyone even mr christopher lee probably was like look i sound like some kind (laughs) of unicorn or something i never liked the sound of my voice even though he has like the most fucking badass voice ever and like rest in peace love that guy yeah but it's just it's everyone everyone hates the sound of their voice unless you're like narcissistic f you know um or yeah yeah, i mean some people i'm sure they're like oh yeah i've got a good voice so what again you have a fine voice you have a fine voice. A fine voice for a fine young man. here all right? Yeah, here, I hear my know? voice. It's
3: much deeper my, uh, head in my head. And then I listen to the podcast. Was like, hey, guys. What's hey, up guys. I just want to <laughs> talk
4: about just ranting today. Is that OK? Mm-hmm. Uh, Is Koji- Kojima broken into my room? Kojima. That's very terrifying. I don't want to talk
2: about that anymore. Uh, yeah, I, I, Daniela, can oh. you go, 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 go. Did you sure. think? Did someone think of something? Just, did you have an epiphany?
3: No, I just wanna. <laughs> can I tell you guys about that dream I had? Not, not the firmer one about meeting Kojima, but I, can I tell you the dream, like a personal connection I had with Death Stranding? Okay, go. Years before it even was announced. That's right, crazy. So, when I was around eleven or twelve years old, I got really badly sick with. Uh, influenza wow like okay. it's that so sucks, bad man. that i was out of school for like a month straight
2: that sucks sorry to and there's like dude. one of those
3: ones where you start like when you hallucinate you know yeah 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 and you just like your dreams are melting with reality shit and after i saw the first death stranding trailer uh it reminded me of a dream i had okay uh, in the dream, I was, like, laying on the couch in our family room where our TV is. And so I just, like, died there. R.I.P. Wow. But um, i was in my living room, but it was also New York City. Shit. Okay. And in the sky were these floating figures going through the city. Humanoid? And people were trying to uh, – uh, Did they look like – like were, were they, were they, were they, uh, they yeah, sort humanoid.
2: of – they, Yeah, they looked like humans? Oh, okay. Go, 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 go.
3: Like, like,
2: But, like, without a face. That's crazy.
4: And I'm not making
3: this up. This is real. I've told my parents about it like when that happened.
4: Damn. and I
3: just remembered it when I saw the trailer. Um, but you know they're floating through it and people are like climbing on top of each other like deep or like climbing on top of each other, trying to like, stop these people for some reason. and other people are trying to give them their children like and like like like, like offering them. I just like remember that. And it was like the most terrifying, horrific. Fucking experience. terrifying.
2: Why are they? No, no, no. And, Mitchell, you need to tell me like, why, why are they offering the children? I'm I'm suddenly very distressed. Did, Junji this Ito. I, like,
3: this is why like when I was reading um, Lovecraft, it's like it's just it's so unsettling on a personal level because I just kept waking up in and out of this state where like, I see them and I kept trying to go back to sleep. And then they were there and they were in there and then were going throughout the city. And like people are looking out the windows and like throwing things at them. Other people are trying to kill them. Other people are trying to give them their children or take them. You know. And it was like a, it's such a, a a scary experience. And it was like a, almost like sleep. Was it paralysis? What's
2: it? Whatever it's called? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so just uh, par- when you're when you're paralyzed in, in, a, in a in a dream. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, and they're just in my and they were like in my living room. So like they were there, but they were like in New York City. It's like a, a mixture of two and basically they're just going around and it was terrifying because we didn't know what they were. And they just appeared one day and then just all hell broke loose. Oh
4: God. Just that,
3: that's for hours all like an entire night. I just kept seeing them floating around my living room. But I was like New York city and it was just like, they're all around and they just kept, and I didn't know why they were there. It was terrifying.
4: Oh, okay. and that's my
3: personal connection to death stranding. Buddy. That's why I,
2: we need to, we need to dedicate an entire podcast to breaking apart that dream.
3: <laughs> I have multiple dreams. I think I I, I have very vivid dreams. Okay. Like, like yeah.
2: Daniela, so, Daniela, like I'm gonna I have to get his take. Uh, what do you think of Mitchell's dream? Uh, like, and then floating figures that demand oh, children. That like again, that men, that central figure is holding that baby. But yeah, go for and it. They, buddy.
3: And they didn't really demand children. More like people are like offering children, like as offering a sacrifice. Offering, of like, course, of course. To, like save themselves or like take my child. You know,
2: take him to heaven. Or something. I didn't know. Ambiguous, good go, like that. Go, Daniela. Yep, yep. Thanks, man.
1: I I think uh, our friend Mitchell needs some help. Yes. Serious
2: help. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, okay.
1: Hello, name one. Uh, we all have uh, very weird dreams sometimes, and they mix up a lot of things we've been ex- experiencing, and that's really interesting. And um, I, I might even think that uh, that's how some Kojima games. Uh, <laughs> started maybe you dreamt about that stranding
2: possibly i mean it sounds like something again when you when you phrase it that way Mitchell, it really feels like something that i I, again when i have these visceral reactions to a certain something being described like uh, the idea of offering it's just something just inherently distressing the idea of like what what would what would have to happen in your brain to rewire itself to to get to the point of like offering your own child either again as you say there's this aspect of not knowing whether or not is like take them instead or take them away so that you can have me save them so again it's that that perfect ambiguity which is which is just yeah, you can you can it's the it's really embodies what dreams the power of dreams, which is that they can be interpreted in so many ways. So that's uh wow, an unexpected but very welcome um uh anecdote, buddy. Um and like uh we really appreciated that. Thank you for sharing, uh Mitchell. Yeah, thank yeah.
3: you. I was meaning to tell that on the first podcast I was on. The that's first right. episode I was on.
2: Well that many it's just like
3: there's so many thoughts I had to like kinda throw into the conversation. I just remembered that, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. We shall have many uh, more buddy. Recently. Just, you know, I just don't
3: know. If someone can interpret in uh, interpret my dream and try to explain to me why there were floating people in my living room and why they wanted Yeah. Why they weren't talking to people, why people were offering them children, I'll take any advice. Please do I don't have dreams like that. I don't have like weird dreams like that anymore. I mean I've had nightmares recently, but that's for other reasons. Uh, like uh yeah. you ever see it, it comes at night? Oh, shit. The trailer for it. That's pretty... That's I had a dream that they were right there. Mm-hmm. And I, was like, I had one nightmare that was in my... One of those creatures were in my house. And for some reason, I opened up a cookie jar or something like that. And then it heard me and it attacked me and basically just stopped it from killing me. I shot myself. And then like I woke up I'm like, and I went back in my dream and then I fell back asleep. And then I uh, and then I remember like just like,
2: doing that. Wow. Again, shooting yourself to avoid. Oh, my God. You're Patrick. What's happening? ladies and gentlemen and everyone listening i think it's this is a this is the ultimate cliffhanger mitchell you have to tell us the rest of this story next episode do you promise to do that
3: uh, if you remind me um
2: yeah. you certainly will in fact i w- I don't want to cut because i want you to finish your 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 cliffhanger please continue and then we'll just like in the next 10 minutes we'll, we'll wrap up and finish show because it's yeah two hours and 30 buddy go for it mitchell uh continue
3: well, in the if I, I can re- remember, so I'm like in this room where there's this table here in the pantry, it's like a house I've never seen before. Mm-mm. I don't know whose house it was. And I remember it was in the house, like, you know, I was like in there and we we're like, it's kind of a cat and mouse.
4: Yeah.
3: And I'm in there and basically I'm starving and I can't get it. I'm thinking, uh, thinking of uh, hanging balloons. Oh, yes. Where like basically they're starving in their houses. Mm. But basically I'm there and uh you know, and I hear it and I try to go like get some food and it hears me and I can like um it kinda reminded me of the creature from the Annihilation trailer and like it jumps on me and it's clawing me and I have a gun and it's like kinda like uh, almost like the revenant, you know? Yeah. And basically I couldn't and so basically it's like I gave up and just like I don't wanna I don't wanna have it. And I think it's just from seeing the trailer, the Death Stranding trailer so many times is having an effect on me. Mm. But then I was just like, Phew. and I just, I, I think I went back in the dream. After that, it got really weird. Like I went back in the dream and I had like a giant knife and then I started like cutting it. But then it got smaller every time I cut it. And I was like calling it sad lad, mad lad. And then I was cutting it and then it kept getting smaller and smaller. And then I woke up again. and I, yeah, I have, sad I
2: lad, mad things. lad, glad lad, bad lad. Yeah, That's crazy. and I kept cutting it with this like
3: giant knife, and I just kept cutting it, and then they just kept getting smaller and smaller until like it disappeared.
2: Daniela, what do you think of that? So, <laughs> I'm speechless. I'm speechless <laughs> <don't> too. <laughs> There's so much. Again, all all tangential all again also directly tied in because again this is dream symbology especially specific dream symbology of like yeah shooting yourself to avoid being taken away by these creatures or attacked it gets uh, get very tied in and again it all it all just sort of feeds into itself and, and it's all again the best the blessing the kind of the true gift uh the true defining thing of, of kojima in in that he is this artist is that he 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 creates this material that is that is so that lends itself so much to wider to wider exposure outside of the medium and wider discussion and relevancy and applicability. Um, so wow, I, I'm I'm I, I share your sentiments exactly, Daniela. Speechless. I, I I would love to dive dive more into this. And, and then Daniela, do you have any kind of dreams at all to to kind of tease for our listeners to explore? You know this kind of stuff about dreams. Um, I I don't,
1: uh, I usually don't remember them
2: that much.
4: Okay.
1: But next time I'll do an effort for you.
2: Okay. All right. Awesome. Well, that's amazing. Uh, both of you, I'm so pleased that we both, like, uh, all of us, like, uh, managed to get some pretty really worthwhile and, and like enriching rifts out of um out of this show i think a lot of what both of you touched on was just added to my uh different perspectives and views and this happens after all of our episodes but definitely on the um uh the threading the strands um definitely i i it's just stuff that just because again going at it i say this ad nauseum, but going through these trails at this pace with having these kind of um super like open-minded and then just like eclectic uh, and erudite, very well phrase articulate people to just like like yourselves uh to 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 phrase and and, and like to to uh, to riff this sort of stuff with it just always always reveals new layers so i can't help but um can't help but be super grateful to you both for uh for joining me uh today yeah
4: thanks yeah. for
2: having us for sure yeah, thank you no problem at all um so i will r- r- wind off into our sort of sign-off so listeners death stranding podcast is part of the interactive artistry podcast network um please do jump on iTunes and if you wanted to leave us a five-star review would be super appreciated it would help us sort of get boosted in the rankings and have people notice us and like uh, again just be able to sort of find um what would be enjoyable for them to 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 sort of listen to yeah definitely um we're on podbean at death stranding podcast.podbean.com twitter.com forward slash death strand pod feel free to submit to um that uh outlet to sort of get your comments in and maybe we'll figure out like about like maybe if you have a Particularly good um, topic suggestion, and we're happy to break that down in the next um, episode interactive artistry is also on instagram at instagram, instagram.com forward slash um, death stranding podcast and interactive artistry and death stranding podcast.tumblr.com as well so um, follow our outlets for kojima and kojima affiliated content and updates um, and as a closing note to our listeners we here at interactive artistry are always looking to improve the quality of the show and tailor it to you the audience to make it the very best death stranding slash kojima show it can be as mentioned earlier, you can enter giveaway sweepstakes and help us grow for a dollar a month at patreon.com forward slash interactive artistry or patreon.podbean.com forward slash If you have any feedback you'd like to share, please do reach out to us through our online outlets. Take care everyone, and remember, the game has already begun. hurrah huzzah yay it would be okay, daniela let, let's not let that happen again i know stuff happened life happened it's all good but uh and like interactive artistry super flexible with all this sort of thing felt way too long i i missed you guys yeah yeah me too, man. absolutely and and daniela i wanted to say it on the program um, itself um for listeners still listening after the show and to yourself mitchell if you didn't know uh daniela has super awesomely generously such a kindred person has uh, you know i offered if if for, for situations where like maybe i'm not able to host or if for example people from other time zones want to be able to um uh you know, be on the show outside of my availability or if stuff's ha- happening on my end, it, it it really, it would be a shame if it, if it came down to, like, if something happens on my end for the show not to be able to continue, so Daniela has offered to be kind of, like, a co-host, as in to the point where, like, he'll introduce the show, go through the segments, do basically be sort of replacement Albert, or just peer, peer-to-peer, like, just I just, for me, it's just for whoever raises their hands to do this part of what the podcast is, which is reading out uh, the segments and taking the you know, um, the 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 guests through or the co-host through. I guess you could call it main co-host. Uh, the role that uh, Danielle has agreed to do. But I just wanted to thank <laughs> you, Daniela. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Grazie tanto. It's my pleasure. Amico mio. Same karo Yeah. <laughs> Mitchell, I was just saying, um I don't know. I don't know. Anything. I was I was just saying karu <laughs> amikomio means dear friend of mine. So um and again I need to throw it to to Mitchell uh for just like again, just consistency, man. Like anytime I'm messaging to the Stranding Podcast, you're always there on the Skype there, ready to riff and uh, ready to ready to rock. So um can't be understated how much I appreciate yourself as well, buddy. Yeah,
3: man, I mean, I just love being on. It's just yeah and it's man. so much fun you know
2: i dig it like Me too. A, a,
3: i don't a lot of my friends they don't they don't they've never played a kojima game they're not really interested yeah it's like having having a place where i'm like i can talk about death stranding or metal Gear or kojima yeah in a general sense and have people like oh yeah i know
4: that so, yeah uh, same here it's, it's nice it is it is it's And, just,
3: and uh, it's just it's just nice to yeah. be with some uh talk yeah. and with some some uh some old friends some new friends
2: old and new, old oh. and new, yeah, okay. and I wanted to say, like, uh, it's it's very much when I'm, like, hearing my podcast about whatever, like, I listen to a whole bunch of them myself, um, and it's that same thing of, like, if you don't have someone in your immediate life, like, in school or work or whatever that you that connects as much with this material as, as you do, um, listening in is also a thing where, like, um, it feels that way as well, it feels like you're among like people who resonate with the subject matter on a level that you might not feel in your immediate life, but like I feel that with you guys as co-hosts. But um, you know, uh, and I just like extrapolating from that, I can imagine. I'm sure it's the case for a couple more than a few of our listeners who they feel as though like yeah, like uh, uh you know, as well as the Reddit and other beautiful places around the web, but just like where one of the ways in which you can like have that kind of cons- like constant like um regular kind of uh, space. It's like Death Stranding as well as being like a show. It's also like a room you can. And just like duck into every week and be like oh these are these are my people you know and i feel the same way about a bunch of podcasts and i feel the same way on the other way around back towards our listeners like again uh they contribute so much to the show um like Caffey and uh, ULT sandwich and uh um cactus juice addict you know uh just really really great people so um so yeah, yeah really really missed you guys and uh really great to kind of crack on and we have a sort of regular thing that i've sort of sent into the skype about like recording times and stuff and um we'll crack on with that yeah it's going to be i'll basically be on the ready to record every day every weekday at 7 p.m. um and again like it's it's all there in that tweet that i sent about like that's between 7 and 11 is um is going to be i'll just i'll be at my computer recording something so that we have that consistency and then <laughs> it depends yeah when people like chime in and they want to be on a particular show we'll make arrangements for them um to do that so but yeah in the meantime it's mm-hmm. yeah tuesday wednesday thursday uh no friday and no monday and then uh saturday and sunday so yeah fun times yeah. Fun times indeed. Okay guys, take good care. Love you both. Be well. Have a yeah. fantastic you week. <laughs> oh my god. Uh Daniela, yeah, yeah. what time is it now? What the hell's the time? Uh almost noon. Well go fatima grande pasta, like go have some mo. they <laughs> have so much food right now. Um uh, <laughs> go have some lunch, man. <laughs> and, Mi- and Mitchell, go to sleep. What are you doing on this show? Go to sleep. Three forty four AM. Alright. Buonanotte. Good night, Mitchell. Take it easy, Daniela. Be well, guys. Till next week, bye. Bye. Doki Doki. Doki Doki. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. 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 Benissimo. How are we doing, buddy? Good morning. Good, good. (laughs) Fantastic, dude. It has been way too long. It's like we don't even know each other anymore. (laughs) Hey, Mitchell, how are you? I am. Good. You? Very good, very good, very good. So, what is sound off everyone's time of day? So, Mitchell, what time is it for yourself, man? At one oh four AM. Legend. We will get cracking very shortly. Um and for yourself, <laughs> uh, Daniele? Nine AM. Nine AM. Perfect. Um guess what, dudes? I have a th- because of the latest up up um the, the latest updates to Ecamm Recorder, um, we now have um uh volume control. So I am going to spend like hours less editing because I don't have to You know that for all of the editing up until now, I've had to individually grab each of your sound waves and, like, drag the volume down. Every time you guys speak, I've had to go in manually to do it. So it's going to... Everything has just, like, just changed for the better, really really awesomely. And then setting that schedule as well, um, where it's, like you know um to the point where like if people can't come on that's like totally fine i'll like i'll find some way of like doing the show on that day unless someone is like do Dun- like either daniele or mitchell or dean they're like no albert please i must be on this episode if that happens then we tap into the free days which is monday and friday and stuff like that so but um oh. but but yeah, so it's been really, really good, so I, I'm sucking, fucking so so pleased that you guys are joined, um, uh, are able to speak today and like uh, do the podcast.
1: Oh, well, glad to be here. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> no, I feel bad, you guys sound like strangers. No, it's been that long, we're, we're being too formal with each other, you should just tell me to fuck off. Oh, right.
1: Um, you took the Instagram from I
2: I, I did definitely filming i did yeah literally listeners i mean i'm gonna put this in like bloopers or whatever later but as we were oh, recording yeah, this obviously. Also, yeah We also made a story with um jeff Keeley. yeah 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 absolutely you know um and how how nuts is that like while we're recording this right now like that's kind of an extra kind of cool thing and, and also jeff what did jeff keely say he said special meeting secret meeting you know Uh, yeah (laughs) that's right okay but we do need to actually get this out of the way because i do feel like we're being too formal daniela you need to tell me to fuck off right now do it fuck off (laughs) (laughs) okay mitchell tell me to fuck off
3: my parents listen to this podcast
2: i don't give a shit (laughs) do i give a shit right now i don't bleep this you do this for me (sighs) now otherwise get out Go on, Mitchell. Have fun. Okay. Go, on, go, go, go. Do it, do Fuck it. Fuck off, Albert. Yeah. I'm with family now. I'm with family. Okay. I'm sorry, mom and dad. That's okay. Um, uh, To Mitchell's mom and dad, you have raised a very worthwhile, awesome human being who also is inhumanly able to put up with my shit. So thank you so much for doing that. And Daniele, I don't know how, what stars had to be aligned for me to be blessed to have fucking found you, man. You guys are, I'm fucking super grateful for you, man.
1: well i'm grateful the time will be able to come back
2: yeah it's been way too long so let's crack on um i'll go show notes and then we will fucking get started um okay so i'm bringing up my my countdown app and i'm just gonna do a quick little rehearsal because i always fuck this part up i'm gonna try who's placing bets that i'm not gonna fuck it up is anyone placing any money like i'm gonna get it first go
1: I think you're going to get it this nah. go up. I'm well, going to place oh, my okay. money it, you,
2: you're okay? Okay. I think we will. All right. See? I'm in. You're on, the other, you're, you're on the other camp, Mitchell? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to get it. Yeah, I'm not going to get it. Okay. Thank you. Your fucking faith is so inspiring, buddy. Thank you. Right. Okay. Well, 20th. Oh, my God. The last time was the 7th of January that I, uh, that I updated this particular one. But uh, let's update this now. So 20th of Feb, okay, fantastic.
4: Okay, and three, and two, and
2: one. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to episode 17 of Death Stranding Podcast. It is, what the fuck is the day today? Shit, damn it. Okay, it's Tuesday. I knew it. Damn it. I owe you money. I owe you money. It's Tuesday, not Wednesday. (laughs) It's Tuesday, not Wednesday. Okay, three, and two, and one. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to episode seventeen of Death Stranding podcast. It is Tuesday, the twentieth of February, and there. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This sucks. Yeah, I suck. Twenty-seven days to fucking (laughs) GDC. Yeah. Now you you got double money, man, which was zero to begin with. So ha 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 ha. (laughs) You get nothing. Mitcha get nothing. Oh my God. We're actually getting really close to E3, guys. Seriously.
4: 112 days. Okay, and three, and two, and one. Thank you.